Welcome to the Game Changer 00100 show. I'm your host, Game Changer. And yes, it happened. I can't make it up. I did not hire these people. I didn't like pay somebody to create a reputation for themselves prior to YouTube just so I can be here and make fun of them later in life. What's going on, Sam? I am. So before that, before, you know, while we get some people here, uh, let the chat room fill up a bit. I want to talk to something um, disturbing that I seen this morning. Really pissed me off. So apparently Terrence Howard is suing Fox for being late with his paycheck, which is something I was just like, what the hell? How in the fuck are you late with a paycheck? I mean, you know, like, what are you, McDonald's or something on a, on a slow summer day or some shit like that? Like, how are you late on a paycheck? Like, that's some janky shit from Fox. Anyway, I'm like, if you Terrence Howard with all this money, how did you, um, um, oh, it's effects, not effects? Okay, I'll, I'll look into it um, before I make the change. Uh, zone, make the change if that's, uh, if that's the case. Um, so, but I appreciate you. Uh, who said that? Uh, zero. I appreciate you, Zero, if that's the case. All right. So how could you um, be late if you're Fox, especially paying one of your actors? Don't you know how like embarrassing that is? But furthermore, I was thinking, why does Terrence Howard need his paycheck on time? I would just assume that he has millions of reserves, right? So as it turns out, he has to pay his ex-wife, right? Because that's how it works. Like when somebody works for you or works with you and they quit, you have to pay them for futures of not working for you. You actually have to pay them to leave you. It's kind of weird, um, these laws that we have here in the U.S. Anyway, so she left him. And she got paid. But that's not the, you know, because that's that's every day, right? That's an everyday thing. But what's weird is that he now has to pay more because his income increased. And that is just ridiculous. So the whole keep her at the standard of, what's going on, Jessica? Uh, what's going on, uh, Deanna? Let's see, Tone. Uh, War Master, salute to you all. So not only does a man have to keep you in the style that you have grown accustomed to, if you make more money, she get more money. So so let's, let's follow this logic, shall we? Let's follow this logic. Boy meets girl. Boy meets girl at, say, 18 years old. And by the time they're 22, uh, boy breaks up with girl. Or, or vice versa, right? They get a divorce. And then boy becomes doctor. Now, keep in mind that at 18 to 24, they lived in a studio apartment. 
barely had a stove, and ate ramen noodles. That is the lifestyle that she was accustomed to. And then he became a doctor, and she gets his doctor monies? Is that the world we live in now? Is that how we are living? All right, Julie, don't do that. Don't don't do weird shit. Hold on. I downloaded your picture. I'm gonna troll European black woman just like you troll us. And I what the hell is wrong with you? What in the hell is wrong with you? Is shit okay? Now we could now we could discuss the topic at hand. You know. Uh, because I'm pretty sure you're a dark-skinned female because that's the type of shit y'all do. Now I'm going to um, discuss the topic at, hell, at hand. You see the effects? Y'all wonder why I've been writing the songs and talking shit about the color of chicks. This is why. They are doing, um, they are doing not only light-skinned women a disservice with this shit, they are doing dark-skinned women a disservice service with this shit. Dark-skinned women, you think she love you? You think she loves you? Fuck that. You know that this bitch was telling, um, she was telling y'all not to compete while she's competing? While bragging on how she's competing? Oh, I fixed my man a plate. After my babies, I hit the gym and I got that snap back. I keep in shape. I do this, this. She she is doing. She is competing. Make no mistake about it. Make no motherfucking mistake about it. She is competing. I get my man his plate in my birthday suit. She is fucking competing while telling y'all not to compete. And then she has a book talking about how to be the um, hottest dark skinned chick out there. This is how you become the hottest dark-skinned chick. You tell all the other bitches not to compete while you are secretly competing. That is how you do it. She's trying to create a world where she's the only dark-skinned chick in the gym. And y'all are falling for the shit. Y'all falling for the shit. She's not on your side. Any woman that tells you not to compete who is naturally in competition with you is not on your side. If I'm in high school and I say, you know, hey, you want to be, you want to know how to um, become valedictorian? Don't compete. She's setting y'all up for failure. She wants y'all to fail so she could be the most successful dark-skinned woman alive. Y'all hear the way she talks about herself? I'm a Streeter Stroberg. I invented dark-skinnedness. Or whatever the fuck she's saying. She is in chronic competition with everybody. Everybody. Fantastic say dark skin. And then next thing you know, she's jumping down his back. Everybody who says dark skin owes her money. The chick from Queen and Slim owes her praise for some god-awful reason. She is in competition with... Oh, hold on. Let me put the stream right out there. What's up? What's going on, Ruth? What's going on, Dark uh, Meteorite? Let's see.
one second. Yeah, so she is in competition with everybody. Do not think that she is not in competition with you, other dark-skinned women. Why do you think she was so quick to attack? Calling out burnt chicken and hog malt? What the fuck is a hog malt anyway? What the fuck is a hog maw? Is that some southern shit? Cause I know what a hog is, but what the fuck is a maw? Is that is that a piece of a piece? Is that like his knee or something? Cause I know people do all kind of weird shit to pigs, like eat their intestines and shit like that. So you know who knows? But you know I, I don't know what the fuck a hog maw is. I I don't know if I'm spelling. Oh, it's pig stomach. Wait, isn't that uh? Isn't that um? Hummus? I think, is it? So what's hummus? I don't know. This is some weird shit, you know. So apparently, you know, people, other dark-skinned women are now pig stomachs. So anyway, don't think that, don't think that a chick like this is on your side. She's on nobody's side but Rashida Strober's. Trying to raise a million dollars to end darkism. Like, that is her objective. Her objective is to get rich. Oh, it's associated with with chitterlings. Okay, got you. So her objective is to get rich. Off of the struggles of dark-skinned women. She is selling dark-skinned women tears. And people are buying it. They feel that the path to penis is not through hard work, exercise, and improving your value as a woman. Nope. The path to penis, to light-skinned penis, is through Blaming other motherfuckers in sympathy. I feel so sorry for your vagina. I'm going to put my dick in it. That is what she is hoping. That is what she is selling to the masses. It's this crazy shit I'm telling you. Fellas, ladies, pay attention to it. People thought, people thought, like, you know, and and people were coming at, um, were coming at me with this shit, you know, when I was making the light skin song and and all that shit. And some sisters thought I was um I was uh what do you call it color struck, you know, or I'm a colorist or whatever. They were just making up these new words. Um, all just the same way of saying that you have a preference towards lighter skinned women. So they just assumed all that um all that shit. Now I will say this um in my own personal dating life, I do prefer darker skinned women. Um, I do. Um, for the reasons of things that I like, but primarily because I'm a lip man um, and they tend to have fuller lips. Um, that's the primary reason. And, you know, the the lipstick and shit like that. And they also have those round eyes that I like. Um, so I tend to prefer darker skinned women. However, what I found growing up primarily is that lighter skinned women preferred me. Now, I don't know why that is, but um, most me, like most men, um, don't really have the options like that. Like we don't have like a lineup of women um, and then we just say, okay, I picked the dark one. No, we pretty much take 
the um, most attractive of the small group of women that we have an option with. So, um, and that was always um, a light-skinned girl for me growing up. Of course, just being an exception. Um, and there's been a couple of exceptions. Um, but I will say this. Like some of the darker-skinned chicks I've been with, some, not all. They used to bring up the colorism shit and the shit would turn me off. Now, it was very rare, but they would do that shit. I mean, I don't think that they realize how off-putting that is and how much we as men don't give a shit and the ones that do shouldn't. It is a fierce competition for your penis out there. And may the best pussy win. Period. I don't mean to say pussy and period in the same sentence like that. But you get you get what I'm saying. Look, I don't care about your 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 ability or inability to compete. I care about your willingness. But if you are not willing to compete for this penis, oh, that's on you. That is on you. you you're the one who lost out. Not game changer. So miss me with your, with your dark girl tears and shit like that. I don't give a fuck. Look, just the fact, and I'm, I'm not talking to Rashida. I'm talking about the chicks in the past. It was, it was like maybe two of them. So it's not, it's not that many. Uh, and one of them was was when I was much younger and she had a kid, which was, you know, extremely off putting. So so, you know, so here's the thing. Here's the thing about single mothers. And ladies, take notes. Single mothers are practice unless they prove otherwise to most men. Meaning. We're just looking to fuck you if we don't have kids ourselves. Now, in the process of us fucking you, you may be able to increase, um, you, you, you may be able to, to, to weasel out a ring out of it. You know, you may, but you have to compete. But let's be clear, the only reason why you are invited to the competition is because we need a place to put our penis in while we seek for, while we seek non-single mothers. So, I gave her the opportunity, right? Gave her the opportunity um, um, with some penis. And she just kept bringing up the color. It's like, look, it has nothing to do with your complexion. It has to do with the fact that you have a kid. You are working at a pussy deficit because you have a kid, which means that everything a childless woman is doing, you have to do more of it. You have to give double head. You got to get me two sandwiches. You have to have four titties. Like you have to compete to make up for the fact that I have to raise a goddamn kid along as, um, as well as um, raising you. That's how that worked. Be twice the woman. That's what Sierra did. Sierra, Sierra was twice the, 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 the vagina. 
And she gets her comeuppance as a result of that. That is how that works. So anyway, this Darcy and Chick, she was um she just brought it up and then she said, and keep in mind, this was this was maybe like if this was 2000, it was like the early 2000s, you know, but it probably was the 90s even. She said that, you know, one guy said, I look good for a dark skinned girl. And he didn't really, and I was like, okay. And that was the first time I heard that shit, right? That was the first time I heard that shit. And then now with social media, apparently every third nigga says that. According to these women, every third nigga says that. But you know something? They're full of shit. Hold on, I want to address this. Single mothers are a disadvantage um, for any color. Yes, exactly. Exactly. If you are a single mother and you are not competing, you are fucking yourself up. Especially if you want a childless man. You are setting yourself up for extraordinary failure. But I mean, if you ask a color a colorist woman with two kids, you know, oh, why are guys treating me like this? It's because of the two kids. It's not that you have to work harder, not, not because you're darker, but because you have two kids. Listen, ladies, it is not a small ask. Um, no, go ahead and come up, and then when I, when I'm done, I'll call on you. Um, I don't know how to pronounce your name, uh, Aiel uh, Israelite, but yeah, go ahead and come up, and then um, after I'm done my spiel, I'll call on you. Uh, promise. But what was I saying? Um, oh, yeah. So you, you're, your pussy's at a deficit is what I'm saying. Your pussy's at a deficit because you're asking a person to take care of kids. You're asking for a person to, to you're, you're asking a person who is not a father to be into fatherhood day one. Day goddamn one. You don't think that that's a big ask? That is a huge ask. Think about how natural fathers, especially if you're young, how natural fathers are apprehensive, you know, when they first um, when they first get that kid. Like I'm pregnant. And then he, he gets that shock and then he realized that you look in and then he's like, he's like, oh, I'm so happy. Y'all know that feeling. That is how that actually happens. People are, you know, and at least he has nine months to prepare. Plus all the time that he knew you prior to that. And he actually hit it raw before. So at least he had that. From the moment you say, I have a kid, you are asking a man who didn't hit it raw yet that um, to father a kid, to be a part of a kid's life, to be a father figure to him, financial or otherwise. God damn it. 
Appreciate the cash app. Um, Des, Des James. All right. Hold on, somebody's emailing me. Okay, so that's you, Deanna. Yeah, so um, hop on and I will, um, I will send you the StreamYard link. You could click it in the thing, but I'll send it to you in email as well. Hold on, All right? Because I don't want to make this uh, too long, but I want to get a panel going. Because what I want to hear, what I want to hear, um, is from some of you light skinned girls out there and dark skinned girls about how this shit is affecting you. Because I'm not a woman. I'm not a woman, but I want, I want, like, you know, through all the bad shit that dark skinned women do, how is this affecting? y'all in a negative way. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear how having a chick saying that I do not have to compete with other women publicly affect you. How does that besmirch your image when you out trying to, you know, um, um, display to the world that you have value as a woman and that you value and respect men? So, all right. So, Deanna, um, so I've seen you in the, th- in the chat room. Also, if Curly, if you're listening, I want you to hop on, too, because uh, you have some interesting things to say about how she's embarrassing you. So I want you to hop on, too, because I want to talk about the embarrassment of shit like this. So hold on. Um, Deanna, I'm going to send you to Streamer. I don't know if this will be your first time on Streamer, but I'm going to send you the link. What you do is you click on it, and then uh, and then I'll let you in. And then you could talk from there. So, yeah. Uh, Make sure that you do that. And let's see. All right. Let me read some comments. Uh, What's going on, uh, Jermaine? All right. Let's see. So, um, Ayil, did I pronounce that properly? Yeah, yes, yeah. Thanks for having me on your show, Kenshin. So, yeah, yeah. I think I come across you in two days ago, something like that. And yeah, and I just well, subscribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. You got the name right? Are you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I appreciate it. So, where are you from? Um, I'm from London, UK. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A lot of UK people um, here. So, um, what do you think about now? I know that there are similar things going on in the UK. Um, however, America, um, as I'm pretty sure you're aware, is a much more violent place um, for for historical reasons. But you know, um, which I won't get into. However, uh, we're much more violent people, so things like this can end in violence and potentially do more potentially do. Um, however. You have something similar um, to this going on to the UK. Let me ask you this. As a man, does this make black, dark-skinned, black American women more attractive to you? Do you say, I want to go on vacation and find me a dark-skinned, black American chick? Of course. I, I, I want to move over to America and get myself a, um, an, an American black woman. Because the women we got over here in the UK are disgusting. Really? Elaborate. I know the white women are white women. Oh man, it's just disgusting out here, man. It's like, put it this way: it's it's rare if you actually find a slim, beautiful woman or, or, or um 
a, a certain beautiful woman here in the UK. It's just that most of the women here, like around 90% of women here just are fat, overweight, just are oh, just disgusting, making them vomit. Yeah, no, no. I know that the white women are like the, the ugliest bitches in Europe, um, in the UK. From what I understand, and I could be wrong, that the black chicks are hotter there. Nah, nah, you don't got a bad, you don't got a bad black woman over there because you don't got the, 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 the Dominican black women, the Cuban black women over there, black American women, you've got a black Canadian women. And yeah, over here we... We got more like just the Caribbean women. That's that's about it. You know what I mean? I got Africans. I mean, after all, as you can Arab, see, I mean, I'm an Israelite. I class Africans as a different race of people. I mean, I, I, I don't find Africans attractive. I used to date one back in the day, and they're 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 a bit empty. They're a bit empty-headed, to be honest. Yeah, I don't even class African women as proper like. Women to that be that nice. Now I think a lot of African women hardly, to be honest. Now, okay, so let me let me ask you this then. Uh, with that, do you prefer lighter skin uh, British women? I, I don't. I don't mind when it comes to the skin tone of the black women. I, I don't mind. Yeah, well, I mean, African women tend to be darker. Um, at least West African women tend to be darker. So when you say that you don't prefer them, then would it be safe to say that? Um, uh, salute, uh, Red Supreme. Um, would it be safe to say that you you prefer lighter women because they're less likely to be African? And this isn't oh, me not. just really on that. This is this, I want to I want to um, uh, I just want to get a clarity because we're from different nations and different cultures. Uh huh. Oh, oh, no, is not thing about lighter women. Not with African women, they're just a bit. It's a bit emphatic that African women, they're very childish. They're that kids kind of thing. I can't really take them serious. Elaborate. It's like, it's like, how can I say it's like, it's, it's, they're, they're, just very, they're just very childish in terms of how they feel. It's like, the, the way it's like, they study a lot. Now, there's nothing wrong with studying. It's just a thing where it's like they overstudy. They study a bit too much to the point where it's like, you can meet like an African woman who's like 23 or something. She's still studying. I mean, nothing wrong with studying at 23, but in the UK, we start, um, like we finish school at 16. You know what I'm trying to say? And it's like, how could I say? Um, yeah, and it's just, I think, I kind of think by the time that you're maybe 22, the latest, because you should start studying. And if you are to study as an, as an adult, you should go again maybe at 35 or something like that. And it's just, but it's just the way that a lot of African that women are they're, they're just very childish in terms of how they think. Like um, I say, it's that it's like the upbringing, the way that they was raised, is that like, and 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 everything is yeah, it's just like yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's an interesting point. So what you're saying um, is that a group of people's collective personality, culture, or whatever you want to call it, if that's off-putting then that group of people physically becomes off-putting to to anyone who's looking to receive it, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Um, from what you have seen of Black American, and I'm not talking about imports, uh, people who, who come here from, um, from different countries, because you mentioned Dominican, and you know, yes, we do have an immigrant population. 
um, that bring their culture along with them. Um, from what you have seen from Black uh, American women's culture, is that something that you want to put your penis in? Of course. Of course. So you're telling me that you look at Rashida Strober and you say, you know something? I want to come to the U.S. and get me some of that. Is that what you're saying? Oh, she's all right. She's, she's got a man. I don't date women that have got men. That's got a man. But you know that women have a man. I'm not talking about her individually. I'm talking about her kind. So from the yeah. personality, from the personality that you've seen displayed, you would want that yeah. in your life. What's what's going on, Red Supreme? I'm, Are you I'm not sure about a, a woman like Rashida. What's I mean, problem? I don't know. Son, like you know that Ari Lennox. All right, I I I, I didn't understand that. But uh, what's going on, Red Supreme? Uh, what's going on, brother, man? I seen you uh, was on, you was live, man, and I wanted to tune in and shop it up with you, man. I see you got a lot oh, of, yeah, uh, you've been putting in a lot of good work lately, man. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. I'm humbled, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Yeah, I seen, I seen your thing the other day, too. So um, did you see Rashida just now? Yeah, I see uh, she's going live and she's talking about um, she's trying to make it seem like you're taking up for light skinned black women. And it's not really the case. You're just calling her out for her hypocrisy, really. Well, I'm saying that she should compete. But here's what's disturbing. Here's what I got from what she just said, that she um, even though while telling other women not to compete, she is competing. You know, she brags right. about getting her to <laughs> You know, she brags about getting her dude a plate in her birthday suit, you know, um, um, you know, how she how she works out to get her figure back after she had the two babies and stuff. So she is competing, bragging about the results of competing. But, you know, she was telling black women, oh, you don't need to compete. Yeah, that's so, um, <laughs> I feel you, brother. Go ahead. No, nah, I'm just saying, that, like, she's deceiving y'all. She's setting y'all up. You know, she wants all black men to to fish in these waters. And she wants <laughs> yeah, yeah. to be the only one in it that's competing. She wants to be, she wants black men to go out with black women, and she wants to be the only black woman in the gym, basically. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, the information that she's giving black women, and I, I said this on a live stream that I made yesterday. Black women will lose if they listen to Rashida Strober. They're definitely going to lose because I use the basketball analogy. I said you have players that are starters and you have players that are on, that are on the bench. The players that are on the bench, they must compete if they want to be starting players. Right. So the only way that you can become a permanent starting player is if you compete. So anytime somebody says that they don't want to compete, that means that they want to get something for free. And we already know where that mentality gets black women when they don't want to compete. They become single mothers and they become undesirable women. True. <laughs> True. No, that's that's fact. Right, you know. Yeah. So we know and the outcome of that mindset. Now there was a time where a woman could cry, and then men would fall in line. You know, right. these women will say, oh, but white supremacy, white supremacy, boo-hoo, come take care of my kids. And, yeah. you know, men will fall for it. My father fell for that shit. Yeah. You know? My father fell for that shit. That's why I have, like, a whole step family. 
um, you know, off of that shit, you know. So, yeah. you know, it, 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 but today is not the day, and modern men are not going to fall for the shit like that. Right. Like we're not we're, we're not going to go for your tears like, you know, oh, you know, racism. No, racism is over, dear. Yeah, but colorism. So give me some dick. No. <laughs> no you gotta earn it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Action here. You know, I'm not going to do it just because you feel oppressed. You know, like what in the fuck? Like, like what if I tried to do some shit like that? What, what if I tried to do some shit like that? You know? Um, so, so Deanna, you know, I see your picture, so I'm going to run this game on you. I'm going I'm to I'm run some game from you. Some, 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 this is not open game for all y'all. You know? <laughs> this is not how we roll, but I'm going to, I'm going I'm to roll this game on you. Tell me if it works. If so, I'm going I'm to try it. Like, hey, Deanna, love, you know, um, so I think you should know that, um, no woman would fuck me because I'm a nerd and there's a lot of nerdism going out around me. So, um, you know, you mind sucking my dick so so does that work <laughs> no <laughs> that doesn't make hey, sense but so you're you're, you're you're a nerdist then you're against nerds you're one of these nerd haters aren't you no <laughs> to me honestly how if I you're feel not about a nerd her hater, then you you should suck my dick if you're not a nerd hater. That's that's how that works. Only a nerd hater wouldn't suck my dick. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. To me, that I think is what like, she it, like especially for her. What? Go for it. No, I said that's what that's what um that's what Rashida you sounds hear what like. You said it, like... Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, go ahead because I, totally I think your connection is To ahead. me, I kind of feel like she. Yeah, we're coming in on each other. Sorry. Um, to me, it feels like with um, Rashida, she kind of like it's like wanting everybody to prefer her of like black men, and I feel like kind of like she needs to be like more on an equal setting. She says she wants things equal, but at the same time, she wants to be. The only ones people, you know, look towards because, you know, she, they have to feel sorry for her. And I kind of like think that's not really fair <laughs> from my point of view. So, how do you feel about the image that this is portraying of black women in general? Because basically, she's she's seeking sexual sympathy. Well, yeah, I don't like it because personally, like, my mother is dark and I have had plenty of people, like friends, family, who are dark and, and they were told they were beautiful and things of that nature. And she kind of, like, talks about it as if it's, like, a disability or something that's bad in a negative view. So people are, like, almost, like, thinking of dark skin in an unwanted manner. And I don't really like that because, I mean, like, that's kind of offensive to everything that I've known. <laughs> right, right. So it offends your mother and offends the other dark-skinned women in your family for her to say yeah, that they are. Yeah, I've told her. Right. Yeah, I've told her several times, too. Like, you know, it's pretty offensive, you know, acting like dark skin is less than life. You should be happy with your dark skin. You should feel like you're beautiful, you know. 
And you shouldn't act like it's like something that's negative or like people have told you that you're ugly because you're dark. I mean, maybe that was your experience, but from my experience, I've seen a lot of people who were dark-skinned who were told that they were very beautiful. So to me, I'm like, I don't see it. Well, um, do you think that the ugly thing is something that they tell each other more than Black men tell them or anybody else tells them? Um, honestly, from what I've experienced, it was always dark-skinned women telling dark-skinned men that. Like, they'd be like, he black. Against dark-skinned men. So, but... Not really against women. They had an experience where dark-skinned women were, like, unattractive or unattractive and dark-skinned. That's just weird to me. So here's here's what happened, and here's here's where I think the problem comes from. And I don't think it's the men. And I blame my cousin for this shit, you know, but that's his family. So I'm not gonna tell him to check his fucking family. So um, so like the Thanksgiving before last, I'm in Dallas and um 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 over my dad's house, and my cousin was there, yeah. and his family and my sister was there and her daughter. My sister, uh, my sister's, um, the father of her kids are Latin. So she has two daughters, both of them light, one lighter than the other. So my cousin's wife comes in, who, who's from the South, um, comes in and she has daughters of her own, right? And she says to my nieces, you know, where's that pretty girl at? She was like, and she just kept playing in her hair and shit. I was like, God damn, don't you realize you have daughters of your own, like dark-skinned daughters of your own that you fucking up by doing shit like this? You was just like so happy and elated to see my niece and you just like, was the, the shit was weird. It was like an awkward silence, like, you know, and I'm looking at my cousin like, hey, you don't see this shit? You, you don't see that this kind of fucked up what's going on here, you know? But to each his own. So I'm saying that shit like that, these issues that manifest itself um, in the future, I think it's coming from like the women, like Rashida Strober. I don't really think that it's coming from the men. So uh, I don't know. Like I said, to me, I've had plenty of experiences where they, I've had some experience actually, now that I think of it, where people will speak poorly about themselves that were darker skinned. Right. Things like that. But it always seems like it's coming from them, but not like uh, like towards them to me. Like, I've never seen a light-skinned woman attack a dark-skinned woman for being dark. That would be like, I think they'd get a lot of backlash if they did that, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So they're trying to turn victimhood into sexual currency. I'm gonna um I'm gonna say this, then I'm gonna get to um I think this is Great Britain, but um I'm gonna say this before I get to him though, um, right quick. And that is yesterday, or really the day before this this happened a couple of days ago or a few days ago. Um she said now there are three dark skin um pageant winners. There's Miss Teen USA, there is Miss Um, I think USA. And then there is uh, Miss Universe, something like that, right? All dark skin. She said that these women were not able to get there if it wasn't for my work. 
Now, would you say that that's indicative of a woman who believes that dark-skinned women by themselves aren't beautiful and therefore require a socialist movement to be recognized um, as beautiful? I don't think that they should um, get a social movement to be recognized as beautiful personally because I feel like they're already race. Like I, that's just my experience from like, since I was like, maybe like nine, I always thought actually the epitome of black beauty was actually being a dark skinned woman. So, I mean, from my yeah. experience, I don't feel like there needs to be one because I feel like they're already on maybe not, maybe it seems like they're authentic, like the authenticity. That's just my experience. Right, right. Um, okay, so um, so Britton, what's on your mind, brother? What's going on, uh, game changer? Uh, respect to you, uh, gentlemen. Respect, Red Supreme. Uh, respect, uh, Ariel Israelite. Uh, Salam alaikum, to to Dean Joseph. Um, I just wanted to touch on a couple of points that I heard. I was sitting down in the um chat. And I came back up to uh, address some of the points that I heard. I just want to speak on uh, Dana's um, Dana's comment real quick. She said she's never seen a light-skinned woman challenge a dark-skinned woman. Um, it, it may be unfair or, or or retribution that might happen to her, and that I believe might be the reason why the panel that um was hosted by Mr. Fantastic had reluctant <laughs> reluctant participants. Um I I I've and I'm I'm like her too. I'm I'm that same way. I have yet to see um light skinned women really go against dark skinned women. They sort of kind of fall in formation um of the dark skinned woman being the epitome of black uh, American beauty. When I think the rest of the world, to be to be honest, and and that's what we do, gentlemen. We be we're we're very honest on this side. I think the rest of the world does see light skinned women as the epitome of beauty or success or success. Um, we could look at plenty of examples of men dating or married to women, and they just prefer light skinned women. Um, dealing with success. Um, let's Jay Z. He has a light-skinned woman. He, he made a song, you're not successful until you have a light-skinned woman. Mm -hmm. or, or he said something, something to the sort of um, my clothes is in now and all the light-skinned wavy chicks is loving me now or something like that. Something to that nature. Um, even he addressed it. Right. You look at athletes all over the place, NBA, NFL. If they not with a Becky, they're with a light-skinned woman. And then that's just being that's just being honest. Any man in the position of, of a success in his life, personal or otherwise, the woman that's gonna be on his, his shoulder is gonna be a light skinned woman. And and that's just something that we just gotta face. Um well let me ask you this, um Great Britain. Do you think that that's a matter of hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, somebody's still echoing. Um Great Britain, let me um, let me ask you this. Do you think that that's a um, 
So Ayo and uh, and Deanna, I muted you. So because I think one of you are echoing. So when when you uh, want to speak, just hit the mute button, and you know it'll allow you to speak. But um, so do you think that that's a function of their unwillingness to compete? Um, because I suspect it's my theory that if dark skinned women um, didn't believe that they should get something just for being dark skinned and they were to actually compete um, in the areas that men are attracted to, then they would see similar results in the um, as far as desired men desiring them. Do you think it's a result of that? Um, yeah, yes, I do. And no, I don't. OK. So I want to say that um, other women do compete more. So other women do compete more. I think dark-skinned women believe that they are just to be chosen by default. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to do much but be this powerful black woman and you're supposed to pick me. Well, so, other women, go ahead. Go ahead, GC. So you would agree. So so the athletes that you're referring to don't right. seem to share that belief. No, absolutely not. And that, and a lot of times, yes, it might be that they are just attracted to her, her color. I, I like light skinned women. I'm unapologetically for red bones and high yellows and, and fair skins. I, I'm not going to change that. I'm not going right. to, I'm not going to sugarcoat that, but I do think the athletes pick those women not only because they are fair skin, but because those women uh, have additional qualities to them that maybe a dark skinned woman don't doesn't think that she needs to to have a man. You know what I'm saying? Like uh -huh. to me, to me, dark skinned women are more. I want to say they are aggressive. Their approach is kind of especially on the man that they want, they do try. They do try to get that man, but it's, it's, it's basically with giving them coochie. It ain't nothing else but giving them some, you know, giving them some ass, for real, for real. Uh, whereas a light-skinned woman, she she might come across a little grounded, more feminine, um, maybe more supportive. I'm not saying a skin color should fit either or, but I'm saying light-skinned women come across a little softer. They come across uh, a little uh, more supportive, if I, if you if you will. Okay, let's go back. Fantastic had a panel. It was dark. Mm -hmm. It was it was dark-skinned women first, and that panel was uh, dark-skinned women addressing maybe their their problems or or, or their appreciations. Um, due to finding black men or dating or whatever, what have you. And the panel ran smooth. He had a, a lot of participants. Uh, no light-skinned woman said anything about it. I didn't see no light-skinned woman uh, making a big to-do about it. They didn't make videos about it. They let it be. Uh, a lot mm -hmm. of them uh, uh, condoned it, congratulated it. Wanted wanted nothing but black men and especially black manosphere men to support dark skin women. The mm -hmm. problem is when we we did that for light skin women. When he created a panel for light skin women and when light skin women could come on and address their concerns and situations and date and so on and so forth. Uh, 
a lot of the the men that came on they had to acknowledge that they love dark-skinned women as well as light-skinned women they they weren't none of them were like me none of them just said i'm about light-skinned women like that's all i'm checking for all of them said i like right. light-skinned women but darker the berry sweeter the juice or i like i like light skin but chocolate is something i'm checking for and those men i'm not a dick police those men are entitled to their preference that's what floats their boat but i think a lot of them was coming across as disingenuous because they had to attribute dark-skinned women to a panel that was embracing light-skinned women like like like, like i just said terrain. exactly yeah like like i just said a man could be in the comment section right now and say, I like chocolate, darker the berry, sweeter the juice, and nobody would would bat an eye. That's his preference. That's what he like. He like chocolate. He like a dark sister, whatever, right. what have you. No one would bat an eye. It's when exactly. we start to praise light-skinned women who are black women. Ooh. They black women too. Ooh. So, so yeah, I know Nobody say anything about um, about that. So I'm gonna make up. A, I'm gonna make up. A if y'all can say, if y'all can say, um, the 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 um, darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Okay, I'm gonna say the lighter the coffee, the sweeter the taste. The lighter the coffee, the lighter the sugar, the sweeter the sugar, whatever the case may be. But I'm gonna come up. Like we can't, but society secretly says they like light-skinned women. Light-skinned women are more uh, feminine. They're more civil. The ones that I know are more civil. So let me go back to the, to the same panel. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was men coming on there. They were saying they like light skinned women, but they they also had to include because that's what we got to do in the community. We got to include the dark skinned chicks. So they included <laughs> them in saying that they love them and embrace them. Uh, my my guy Ramil Ramil came on there, totally shitted on light skinned women. That's my guy. He said they he said they stuck up. They can't they can't screw for nothing. And they screw too much, which I was like, how they screw too much and they, they can't screw. I don't I don't get it. But Wait, they screw too much and they're stuck up. Like stuck right. up means that you're I, more that they're not giving oh, it up. But I, listen, I let them rock. Man, that's man. my man. Listen, Ron Miller is one of the cool people. But yeah. that's what he said. That's what he said. He said they can't fuck yeah. and they stuck up. They they don't man, return it. It's either or, you know what I'm saying? They couldn't win. But here's the thing. The light-skinned women who was on the panel didn't say nothing. They took it. They just well, took mean, it. Well, I mean, but, but that's part of what you're attracted to, you know, like not being aggressive, perhaps even to a fault. But let me ask you this. Um, let me ask you this, uh, before I get back to Red Supreme. Um, all right. So... If a dark-skinned woman were to uh, put, behave as you would describe as a light-skinned woman, um, would you be attracted to her? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Man, 
right, I want to speak. Okay, repeat it. Repeat it again. Sorry, I didn't. Sorry. Yeah, no. Right. If, if a dark-skinned woman was to behave how you describe light-skinned women um, behave, would you be attracted to her? Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. Did, did anybody? Did any? No matter what age range you are, because she's fifty-three right now um, and still. But um, did anybody here? Chat room, people listening silently, all you straight brothers um, who are listening, you know, did anybody here not want to fuck Stacey Dash when they seen Clueless? Did any one of you not want to fuck Stacey Dash? Oh, definitely wanted to fuck Stacey Dash. Everybody <laughs> wanted to fuck Stacey Dash when they seen Clueless. That's right. Everybody, it's not, it's not your color. Like uh, Britton was saying, it's the fucked up way you behave. Now, if all if, if if a large number of um of dark skinned black women behave in this fucked up non Stacy Dash manner, then less penis for you. However, if you want some penis, then you you better be on some Stacy Dash shit. And that's not colorist. That's all women. That's, <laughs> that's how that's how these chicks. That's how these light skinned chicks are um are getting with these basketball players and football players and shit like that. You know they um they. Excuse me. Uh, they getting their Stacey Dash on. Yes, That's indeed. how you compete. You don't compete on being a woman. You compete on um, being feminine, on femininity, innocence, and you know, and and beauty and shit like that. You know, like pussy is like the base. It's the it's the base of you know. It's like bread. You know, it's like yeah, bread is food, but it's not. There's no flavor to it. You know. Like pussy's like prison food. Like you take it when there's nothing else. You That's know, right. femininity is like commissary, or it's like that fucking cake you get when you when you when when you get out or some shit like that. That's what femininity is. It's the shit you work for. It's the sirloin. It's all the good shit. But they don't want to do that. They just want you to just be so you know happy for a little piece of pussy that yeah. So, and you'll get the, see, you can't convince a man, if you're a professional athlete, because that's the, that's the scenario that you use. Um, if you're a professional athlete, um, then you have to compete. You competed with the world to just be in that position, even if you're on the bench. You know, you can't convince a man like that to get with a woman who never competed. Right. That's like, that's like a guy just walking in the NBA and saying, I dribble a ball. Yeah. I need to be on the New York Knicks. Exactly. No, or, I don't. I, I don't need to compete for a position. I don't need to compete for the shooting guard. I can dribble a ball. I'm black. I need to be on the Knicks. No, it's worth. You it's, you should pick me. If you don't pick me, it's your problem. Well, what if the Asian man was to say that the NBA is racist because there's not enough Asians on there, and you should pick me because I'm Asian, and that would be fair. You you have to balance this. You know, balance the the team. And I don't have to compete because I'm Asian and I'm five foot zero. Like, I mean, that's that's what they sound like. I like to reference it to cause. I'm I'm into cause. And I like to reference it to uh the black woman or the dark skinned woman to being forward, you know? Mm -hmm. And men in general to being the money or the the value and if ford put out a product and said it's a hundred thousand dollars 
and it's going to be a full fusion with a four cylinder in it. Mm-hmm. And you need to buy it because you're American and I'm Ford and I'm American. Or you go to the Porsche dealer and they try to give you a boxer engine 991 with carbon fiber aerial kit on it for the same hundred thousand dollars. Which one would you go with? Would you would you stay loyal to your 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 American brand because you're an American and they're Americans, but that the product that they offering you is it can't compete to that Porsche that's in Germany. Exactly. It it can't compete. They offering you a four cylinder at a hundred thousand dollars, and Porsche's offering you a boxer twin turbocharged uh flat six for that same hundred thousand dollars. You're gonna go where more bang for your money. True. Regardless of, of country and origin and patriot patriotism and all that, you're gonna go, you're gonna spend your hundred thousand dollars where you can get the most value. And True. that's why even me as a black man and my woman is black. I do not blame SYSBM for taking their hundred thousand dollars. Those men of value and saying, I'm not going to stay at Ford. Ford has been putting out crappy products for the last 30 years. I'm going to look at Nissan. I, you know what? I'm going to Jaguar. I'm going to go look at that Jaguar. I liked it. Or I, I, you know what? I got enough money. I can go get me a Ferrari. I'm going to go get me a Ferrari. Sure. And, and Ford is saying, how dare you do that? You're American. Your mama American. You're born in America. You're supposed to buy a Ford. No, I'm not. I'm supposed to take the value that I have and buy the best product. I'm supposed to take my happiness in this life and go the, and get the best woman I can, regardless of a race. And that's what they don't understand. If you want them to bring back their money to America, you need to put out a better product. True. It's simple as that. Now, keep in mind also, then I'm going to go to Red Supreme, but keep in mind also that when things are equal or reasonably close, we still stick with our own. And I'm talking about cars um, as well as women. When things are equal or reasonably close, we will right. pick our own. Right. For example, once again, Stacy Dash. I don't know who the white chick on that was, but the brothers went for Stacy Dash. Right. Things were equal or reasonably close. Apparently, she's the epitome of whiteness because she's blonde and you know and all that shit going for her. So you know, um, but when things are equal or reasonably close, we will pick our own. Ford is not even reasonably close to Porsche, right? Um, in regard. So, but Ford feels you're American, be and you and. I'm American, so you need to buy a Ford. I'm yeah, a black woman, exactly. and you're a black man, so you need to pick me because we're black. And, and even if you did restrict yourself like that, you would still pick the best possible um, American car you can get. Absolutely. You wouldn't go with the Ford Fusion, and that my friend, yeah. is a light-skinned woman. Yeah. You, 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 you need the Ford. She's the Mustang. She's the Mustang with the yeah. five, or she'll be a Shelby. Because okay. she brings femininity oh, like Tesla. another race Tesla. of women. Tesla is the best American car right now, in my opinion. Or or or, or Tesla, absolutely the, the EV, the uh, the P80D, or or which, or you might go with the the three, whichever one. But I'm saying, we still understand 
the concept of having sentiment to our 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 country right so we still understand the sentiment because a majority of black men still deal with black women right True. but they they are trying to deal with the best of them and i would take tesla over a porsche um bmw and um and jaguar you know no shots at the english people listening but you know i will i will take that all things equal we will go american you absolutely know? So, you know, that's that's how we roll. Uh, Sith Lord, I'm going to get to you, but T. Walker. Uh, all right. So, uh, Red Supreme. Yo, what up, brother? What's up? What's up? Oh, man, this chilling, man. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, your thoughts on the whole competition piece that um, Britton and I were talking? Well, you know, uh, when it comes to light-skinned women and dark-skinned black women, see, uh, this is what I noticed. You know, I'm a light-skinned black man. And, uh, you know, I have an older brother that is dark skinned. Mm -hmm. So you brought up some good points when it comes to uh, the light skinned woman feels like she has to fall back. And the dark skinned black woman feels like she has the right to do and say anything without any repercussions. Mm -hmm. That is why we have a Rashida Strober that can say, well, I'm a dark skinned black woman. Dark skinned black women are the original black woman. So I can do and say anything that I want to do. And you niggas ain't got the right to say anything. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, light-skinned black women have fell back because light-skinned black women feel like, well, I need to be friends with these dark-skinned black women. So even if they are on some bullshit, and even if they are spreading propaganda and bullshit, I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna sit back and say nothing. Even though I know that they're on some bullshit, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to be criticized and I don't want to be ostracized from the black community. So I'll sit back and listen to all of the fuckery that dark skinned black women bring to the table. So what if um, do you think that light skinned women should take a more aggressive approach? And I'll give you an example, because I, I actually did a panel on um, uh, maybe a month ago. I did a panel on this that light skinned girls uh, are striking back um, and it featured. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it, she was striking back against uh, Cynthia G and them. But um, so the intro song was Salt and Pepper's I'll Take Your Man. <laughs> Do you think that light-skinned women should just start coming at bitches like that, like that? Like, look, if you fuck with me, I'll take your man. You know, stop playing. You I know? believe, and, and you know what? I, I like what you're doing, brother. And, and uh, you're doing some good work, man. And I And I definitely appreciate and uh, I listen to the work that you do. I even, um, you know, told a lot of my homies, like, you need to listen to Game Changer because Game Changer is speaking on some real, you know, some real spit because light-skinned women need to uh, take a stance. They cannot sit back and just be silent. If dark-skinned black women are, are going to continue to say that they deserve respect without working for men, without competing for men, that is bullshit. But I feel like, Light-skinned black women should take a stance. Light-skinned black women should speak out, but they are afraid to speak out. And that is the reason why most of them do not speak out, because they do not want to be called out by the, by the aggressive, masculine, dark-skinned black women. So, yeah, I feel like they should do exactly what you're saying. And I agree with what you're saying about light-skinned black women, but they don't want to speak out because they don't want to be criticized and they don't want to be ostracized out of the black community. They don't want they don't want to be criticized. They don't want to be called out. So 
the fear that light-skinned black women have, that is what keeps them from speaking out. And they let dark-skinned black women say all of this bullshit that they want to say on social media, even though they know the shit that dark-skinned black women are saying is holding them back 50 years. They know that, but they just, they're just afraid to speak out about it. Do you think some of it is they don't care and they know that um, what they're saying is working against them? Like Who, dark-skinned black women? No, no light-skinned black women. I think they get the feeling that they see that the... Because this is like Rashida Herber, uh, Rashida Strober, excuse me, is not um, hurting light-skinned black women. She's hurting dark-skinned black women with her. Yes, race. you're right. You're so right about that, brother. Like, Light-skinned women are just like sitting back laughing and getting their and getting their bag. Wow. <laughs> you right about that, brother. Light-skinned women are sitting back in silence and um getting their bag and enjoying what's going on. You know what? I think you made a you made a good point, brother. Light-skinned black women said, "Why would we say anything if we can get our bag and reap the benefits uh, uh, behind the scenes?" Why do we need to speak out when we're the ones reaping the benefits? Let dark-skinned black women take the forefront and complain. We know that dark-skinned black women are making it worse for each other. But sure. as a light-skinned black woman, why do I need to speak out? Because if I speak out, it's going to look like I'm being argumentative. If I'm reaping the benefits behind the scene, why speak up and say anything? You did? Yeah, yeah. No, nah, good point. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think that, the, and, and it's fucked up, but I think that that might be part of what they're doing. Um, yeah. Like, they're probably like, oh, I'm going to remain silent and let them bitches talk themselves out of some dick. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think hey, so. I, when I come on and I say that, so I got to compete with that. <laughs> oh, my hey, bad. You Go right, ahead. You, hey, hey, game changer. I'm glad that you're bringing this conversation to the forefront because it's giving uh, light skinned black women, you know, uh, another look at what's going on. Because dark skinned black women want to be the spokeswomen for black women, but in reality, it is light skinned black women that are keeping black men, you know, uh, they're the ones that, that are making black, black men want to stick with mm -hmm. black women. Because if we left it up to dark-skinned black women, they would ruin it all for black women. Because Rashida Strober mm -hmm. is the leader of the dark-skinned dark activism. She is the one that's telling dark-skinned black, you ain't got to compete for no black man. You ain't got to listen to the man. You only got to compete for yourself. You only got to satisfy yourself. How could you satisfy a man if you're doing anything for yourself? And if dark-skinned black women continue to listen to that crap, they should understand why they are the least married group of women in America. If Rashida Strober is your leader, you should understand why you are behind 50 years in America. And sure. I believe, and I understand what you're saying. Uh, even though light-skinned uh, black women can should speak up, but they know it's a no-win. They cannot win speaking out. So if they can reap the benefits in the uh, behind the scenes without speaking out, why should they speak out? Because if they do speak out, they'll argue with a gang of illogical, delusional, dark-skinned black women when they can really sit behind the scenes and reap the benefits from black men that really see them as women that are feminine. And I understand that. Right. So if you're a woman and there are a group of women, you know, who um, who 
so um, who refuse to compete with you, then you automatically win. And why are you going to rock that boat? So it could yes, be yes. more than more than like intimidation. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna automatically win, and that's why, hey, brother, uh, game changer. I, I respect what you do, and I think you brought an important conversation to the forefront. This is the thing. That's why I gave the basketball analogy. If you have some players that are sitting on the bench, and you have some starters. The people that are sitting on the bench that are not getting any attention, they understand that they must compete to be a starter playing to be a starter player in the game. Black dark skinned black women like Rashida Strober believe that they can be a, a, a starting player in the game, regardless of how bad their attitude are, regardless how bad the attitude is, regardless how fat they are, regardless if they decide to compete or not. They want to sit back and receive everything without doing a damn thing. And that is why light-skinned black women are women winning. That is why white women are winning. That's why Asian women are winning. Because these women are sitting back in the cut and saying, what could I do to satisfy that man? What could so, I do to make that man interested in me? What could I do to make that man want to continue to fuck with me? So right. with that mentality, they understand that competition is the only way that they can get to the winning. Dark-skinned black women feel like I'm dark-skinned. I'm the original black woman. I'm the mother queen of the earth. I shouldn't have to do anything. A black man should love me regardless of how fat I am, regardless of how many children I have, regardless of the bad attitude I have. And that mentality is not reality. And that is why their mind is stuck in another galaxy. And that is why men of all races pick them last. True, true. Um, so you yeah. brought some interesting... I, I want to talk about who's getting picked first, and that is the Asian women. Yes, you're right. Um, you know, so the Asian women are getting picked first. Now, um, are are they known for having like big ass titties? Are they known no. for having the but don't? Are they known nope. for having that blonde hair that white boys crave so much and blacks and some blacks? Are they known for having those blue eyes? Like it's, it's not physical, ladies. It is not physical. Femininity right. will make hot chick. Right. You know, this You're is right. not a shock, but you know, like most people aren't into the ten-year-old boy look. You know, um, real talk. <laughs> you, know, you know, but but let's face it, femininity will win, like a hundred percent. You know, femininity. It that is why they are the heavyweight champion of pussy right now. It's, it's right. It's not. It's not. You know. Um, it's not no white woman shit. Right. And, it, and, uh, that and they know how to compete in the femininity uh, market. You know. Yes. Yes. And I'm glad that you brought this conversation to the table, brother, because I said this. If listen. When it comes to black men, black men will accept an overweight woman. Black men are used to dealing with women that have extra pounds uh -huh. on them, which means the average black man like booty. The average man like titties, even if she is a little overweight. But what does that say if you think about, like you said, the Asian woman is the most desirable woman on the planet. The Asian woman don't come with a lot of booty. The Asian woman don't come with a lot of titties. But the fact that she is submissive, she is still the most desired woman on the planet, even though the black woman got more ass and titties than them. So if black women had common sense, they would say, yeah, I got ass and titties. 
you got a lot. I got a lot of niggas that want to sleep with me, but I also got a lot of niggas that want to marry me. So if the Asian woman got a lot of niggas that want to sleep with her without having having the ass and titties, maybe you need to take note from the submissive Asian woman. Sure. Or any submissive woman. But I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get at you, but um um but she says something interesting in the back chat, so I want to uh, read it out loud. One second. Okay. All, All right. right. So, um, let's see. Um, uh, I kind of feel like I'm not scared, but rather like one who is uh, made to be the authentic. It's hard to speak when uh, you're a minority inside a minority. So, do you feel like um, physically intimidated because you're outnumbered? Um, is that is that what you're getting at, Deanna? Um, yeah, whatever there was, you guys were saying about how, um, light-skinned women are scared of dark-skinned women to, um, talk about, like, the issues, you know, concerning colorism and things of that nature. I'm kind of, I feel, I, I don't have any fear rather than it's just like, the, like I said, the authentic black woman the way I was raised and the way I grew up was kind of like they were kind of like the main thing. They're like the majority. So, I mean, like, usually, like, having any issue or concern with them would kind of be dumb. They're the majority. <laughs> so, have you have you found yourself in a situation growing up where you wanted to speak against the majority um, and you didn't? You, you just felt like you shouldn't? Uh, like I said, the only issue, the only issue I ever had, I told you about. That was um, the one situation where there was like um, this one person made up a whole story to try and get me out um, of a job because we had an issue with her being gay or whatever, and she um, tried to say it was because I was light skin that I didn't like her because she was dark skin. Um, other than that. I've never had any issue really when it comes to these kind of issues. For me, it's only been like that time and there were a lot of people and I did try to speak out, but by the time I spoke out, it was too late because I didn't even see it coming. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Um, there was a there was a homosexual woman who's also dark skinned. Um, she felt that she yeah. was being, so she, she felt that she was yeah, being she um, attacked by you. But on the but on the basis of being dark skinned, and not on the basis of being uh, homosexual, am I correct? No, I wasn't quite like that. I'm okay with gay people. It was just the problem was we had a whole. It was an inappropriate thing. She was saying something about something about her sexuality, and I didn't like that. And then she got offended, and then she went and said that. I was racist towards her because she was darker and I'm lighter. The only time I've ever had a problem. So, no, that's interesting. That's a very interesting story because here's what I read from that. Um, in the oppression Olympics, dark skinnedness outweighs uh, sexual preference. Yeah, that's, I guess. That's, that's, what I, that's what I'm getting out of that. That's uh, disturbing. Because, like, 
I don't know. It's it's weird because she's basically she's basically saying that she feels more comfortable being homosexual than she does being dark skinned, and that if somebody is looking at her a certain way, uh, if a straight and I'm assuming that you're that you're that you're heterosexual. Um, so if a heterosexual yeah. woman is 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 if she feels oppressed by a heterosexual light skinned woman, then she is assuming that it's on the basis of dark skinnedness, not her sexuality. That's interesting. I, I have to. Oh, no. That it, I think actually for her, what was going on was she was just using that against me. Like she knew what the argument was about, but she just used that against me, kind of like oh, okay. a situation where she's just like mad at me because she was gonna, she was in a mode where she was gonna try and fight me. And that didn't work out so well because I don't really fight people. So I would probably just call the police on her and she wouldn't get what she wanted. So I think that's more of what her aim was. It was like basically like she could not get what she wanted. So she was just trying to get at me in a different way. And that was the way she figured she basically messed my job up. That's a long time ago. <laughs> All right. Um, Britain out here and Callie, um, because we don't have any HBCUs, they, they're not they're they're not selective. I mean, you know, it may be a little bit weighed on on most part, but it's light, dark, um, pretty much whatever one you want to join is where you go um, on both sides, on the female and the fraternity side. So, you know. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Lena was saying that too. But I think that in the South they still like hold the line, and you know, and you know, light skin are AKAs and dark skin are deltas and stuff like that. So that's that's a little weird. But uh, Ty, I know you've been waiting patiently, brother. What's on your mind? Uh, what's good? Y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good? Yeah, I'm about to park this truck in a minute. So give me like maybe five minutes. All right, I'll be all right, right with you. All right, all right. Hey, what, what's up, uh, Game Changer? Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, so uh, I call this the um, the Tone Wars um, attack of the, the Coons. Uh, this is an interesting topic. But uh, I think, uh, like the other guy said, you know, um, all the other groups focus on femininity and other things. You know, the skin color really doesn't matter for us. Remember, um, they're still on that one team. I mean, they're still trying to get the bag, you know, darker light. Um, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's not really our battle. You know, we're just trying to find who we can be compatible with. Um, dark light, purple, whatever, Asian, Indian, doesn't really matter, uh, especially now. Um, but for mo people who are married or maybe engaged or have someone, I don't think they'd care. But I mean, you got to think, and also you mentioned uh, uh, females who are extremely masculine. That is a majority. So trying to find a feminine, a good personality, all that stuff is not as easy as it is. I mean, how many filters are you going to add? I just think um, adding skin tone as a, another filter wouldn't be smart for any single dude currently. Um, it's kind of like looking for a person and saying, well, I only want a person to have um, one leg. <laughs> I mean, is this kind of uh, dumb? Or I only want someone who has purple hair. Like those extremes are kind of like this. Well, I only date women that can sing. I only date like you have to have a twin brother or a sister. Like <laughs> men, I mean, like, well, we're um, like, you know, or we, like we, the height, we, oh, height requirement. Yeah. I mean, that's dumb too. Uh, so, I mean, that's what I see. Uh, but like I said, either way, you're gonna have to be feminine. You're gonna have to have a good personality. 
um, and all that stuff before, even decent looks, of course. So the blacker, darker light doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. All right, so um, so Georgia boy, you said something interesting in the chat room. You believe now? Keep in mind, um, keep in mind, people. I'm from Cali. The South is a whole different animal. It's a whole different animal. Um, I'm be honest with you. I I thought y'all motherfuckers was crazy um, <laughs> when I first came across some um, colored dudes uh, or uh, Southern dudes in um, in college. I was like, what the fuck are these dudes on? So I I get it. Um, it's a whole nother animal. And you believe that um, light-skinned women have privilege. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that. And I'm going to preference also. Thanks for having me on, brother. And hello to everybody on the panel and to the young lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I just want to uh, address the part, pretty much my comment, what I'm saying. And in the South, this is how I view it and how I grew up in the South, is that I do think that you guys are correct with the femininity part. That you can, I think you guys are kind of saying overall, light-skinned girls are more feminine than dark-skinned girls. And I do think there's some truth to that. But this is the reason I think it's like that. I think women like Rashida Strober and those type of girls, those are women who, you know, as young kids, do you guys hear that? Somebody's echoing. Hello? Red, I think that's you, bro. Okay. Uh, no, but I, I okay, I'm gonna finish what I was saying. I think uh those a lot of these dark skinned girls, you know, as young kids, because you know, I see this now. I have a kid that's in, you know, elementary school. And I think what happens is, man, they they over years they they form this resentment towards light-skinned girls because even as little kids when they're playing tag if you really pay attention to a bunch of kids playing tag you look at little black boys and they got a two dark-skinned girls a light-skinned girl and a white girl they're playing tag they tag the dark-skinned girl last bro i actually seen that probably not too long ago i was just watching and it's something i noticed and she was a cute little dark-skinned girl cute as a button she was just dark-skinned and let's just say even okay let's say to the next level when you get to middle school this is what i seen because you know in middle school girls get real clickish and boys get clickish we have our little cliques in middle school. So in middle school, when they become, the dark-skinned girls get in middle school, they usually have a light-skinned friend or even a fat light-skinned friend too. But for some reason, it seems like the light-skinned girls always get the boys' attention. They're always last to get selected. Now, don't get it wrong. I think, and also, they're all the ones that get picked on. That's where the, the loss of femininity come in. I feel like when dark-skinned girls are young, they are the ones that are called, shut up, you ugly, you dark-skinned, nappy-head ass. Like a light-skinned girl never get have to worry about getting called black, nappy-head ass. Even if her hair is nappy, they don't get called nappy head. Light skinned girls never get called nappy head, but they be nappy headed as hell. That's another thing that they kind of get to escape growing up. They don't get picked on as young kids. That's why when they become an adult, they're more feminine. And the last thing I'm gonna say, and I want, I'm, I'm curious if you guys agree with me. As black men, can we say it's fair that on the beauty scale, we're way more lenient on the light skinned beauty scale than the dark skinned beauty scale? Because in my opinion, I just I just think this. I'm gonna let you answer. I just think this, man. I think as black men, we quick to say a light skinned girl, oh, she okay. She might not be fine, but she's okay. We won't call that bitch ugly. But the dark skinned girl, it's either she's fine or she's ugly most of the time. It's like they don't they don't get that gray area. And I think that's where another a lot of more anger comes from. It's like the light skinned girl, man, she gets that gray area. Pretty much in my opinion, if a light skinned girl don't have acne on her face, she's good. She's gonna get a man and niggas gonna fuck with. Her. 
black girls got to have a good body. They got to worry about how they wear their hair. It's just so much more that comes with it, in my opinion, I think overall. Now, I do know there's exceptions and there's things that are different here or there. But I think as a black man overall, the sliding scales aren't the same for a light-skinned girl than it is for a black, black dark-skinned girl. And I think that's where the anger comes in. Because perfect example, I don't said this before, I think fat, light-skinned girls who are cute in the face, Man, there's so many niggas lining up to date them, but a fat, dark-skinned girl, she's struggling, bro. Ain't nobody really... I mean, this nigga's fucking her, but not to the number that they're fucking an overweight, light-skinned girl. It's just that her skin complexion makes her more desirable. Even though she's fat, just like the dark-skinned girl, bad body as hell, but her skin complexion makes her more desirable for a dude to you know, do a drive-by on her. But they're not even doing the drive-bys on the dark-skinned girls. So I think that the anger comes from a place. But I think people like Rashida Strober, what you're saying is correct. She's just making the whole dark-skinned people look bad. She's an extremist. She takes it too far. But I do think that it is the conversation comes from a place of facts. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying, though, guy. Okay, oh, and so. I, and I wanted to add, Strober do not rep present the majority of dark-skinned women. She is very extreme, but go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, no, I appreciate your perspective. Um, I don't have a daughter. Um, I will say that my first elementary school crush was a um, was a light-skinned girl. Um, I don't remember if it, because it couldn't have been entirely physical. Um, and there were dark-skinned girls that I liked, but um, she was my crush, and that was because of um i'm beyond it, it it was because of weird shit that was with her but um i'm wondering how much of that is due to um what we are saying as far as the femininity goes and i know that at that young age it hasn't developed yet but follow me for a second um rashida strober is somebody's mother um, boys have mothers and they have they have sisters, aunties and things like that. If any of these women are dark skinned and they behave because I think that children are aware of cultural patterns um, in other kids and they still, even at that young age, go off of the reputation. I'm OK. I'll tell you this. When I was young, I was um, afraid to fight um, Asian kids. Because they had that whole ninja type um kung fu fighting reputation and where they could just you know walk on trees and shit like that so i was i was we didn't have any asian kids but i thought that about them when i was younger um i think that even at a young age is partially reputation preceding themselves and then it later may turn into a self-fulfilling prophecy um, and it, you're right they may be like on a endless cycle that should not affect the young girls um, I do agree with that. I do think that um, that they should be held to the same standards. Um, however, if you're not going to compete, I have no sympathy for you. And well, no, if, I, I agree. Even, even if you're at a deficit, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I I can't because basically any provisions I give you as a result of the deficit would encourage you to no longer compete. You know, if I was to say, OK, I'll give you I'll give you three points, you know, because you're dark skinned and I might be affected by uh, social conditions that tell me that you're less attractive. Then all you're going to do is demand five points and then and then 10. So I get it. Your daughter is at a deficit due to circumstances that were beyond her control. And I and I would never say that colorism uh, doesn't exist and that people like your daughter, especially in the South and people like your daughter um, wasn't affected by it. I mean, I will say, and this is going to sound callous, you know, so what? 
you know, she's going to have to compete regardless. You know, I'm not going to, I have to compete. Um, and I'm no, gonna, no, 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 no. Go for it. So I have to. Hey, no, 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 no. Just to clear it up. Okay. No, let's just to clear it up. Cause I, I have an athletic, I come, I'm, I have an athletic background. I'm, I'm all about competition with everything. So I'm not going against the competing part. And just to clear one more thing up, my little baby, um, unfortunately, she's not dark skin. She's actually a light skin girl. So she, unfortunately, she's going to have it probably a little easier than one of her dark skin friends. That's just how it goes. It's unfortunate. But it's just that, man, in the, and when I say this, I'm talking about in black, in the black communities. I'm not talking about in America. I don't think in America as a whole, it really matters. But I think if you're dealing with your people, like black people, and I think it works for men too. Like perfect example, I'm finna, and you guys probably can, can co-sign this. If you think about light-skinned men and dark-skinned men as a whole, dark-skinned men are more aggressive because as a child, they were the ones that were picked on the most overall. I mean, they, 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 that's why light-skinned guys are usually, they're considered labeled not as aggressive because as, as a kid, dark-skinned boys was joked and jived on. They was always picked on, and that, that made their skin tough. That made them aggressive. And that's, it, it goes same thing for the women. The only difference is we're calling one aggression, we're calling the other femininity. Those dark-skinned women, they lose their femininity over the years because they're just, they, they just drug through the mud in their young years. And as and when adults, you finish, that's look, what I want to go into when you finish. Go ahead. And 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 as and as and as adults, you know what I'm saying. As adults, that shit comes off as bitter, and they don't want to compete. Which is, it's actually true. But I get what everybody's saying with it because when it comes to dating and, and all that, man, we all have to compete. And I mean, at the end of the day, it don't matter. You have to right. compete. So that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying maybe we should look at it because I'm talking about for dark skinned men and dark skinned women. They're aggressive. They're more aggressive as adults because as kids. They got picked on, called ugly, you black motherfucker, you knackerhead motherfucker, you this, you that. That shit forms aggression throughout the years. That's why I think what we see as adults now, in my opinion. Now, if, if I could piggyback off of what you just said, because I came into the conversation a little bit late. I wanted to know if you all discussed uh, this in the historical context and where the root of all of this came from and why we psychologically associate light skin with beauty versus dark skin with ugly and how that plays no. a role. Go ahead. No, um, for a very clear reason, um, and it's because I don't care. And and the world's not gonna care. So, so fuck no, I'm not, I don't, I'm not talking about as far as caring and nothing like that. I'm no, talking no, about, wait, 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 let, me, let me say why, let me say why. Let, let me say why. Hold on real quick, let me say why. Because when I heard the one brother, I think he got off. Whenever he was saying dark-skinned women, he said aggressive, masculine, and all of this negative shit associated with dark-skinned women. And from a scientific perspective, skin tone has nothing to do with uh, shaping one's personality. It's personal experience. Um, Hold on one second. Uh, I'm going to go on mute. I'll be right back. Hold on. All right, but to answer to to answer his original question, I don't care um, because the world's not going to care, and I'm not going to teach you know um, uh, my son more than anything to care. You know, like if my son came at me was like, "Well, history says that you know we're going to be in this situation." Step the fuck up. I think like, you automatically taking it wrong, but go ahead. So so basically, listen, listen. Um, Martin Luther King said it best. Uh, as black people, we have to work twice as hard for half as much in a speech called a curious formula. We're going to have to work twice as hard for half as much. 
And you could sit and complain and talk about the history of why should we have to, or you could just work, you know, um, twice as hard and hopefully get twice as much. Oh, so are you agreeing with the guy when he associate, associated all those negative things uh, to dark skin I'm from saying like that a scientific have, perspective? I'm saying that they, not really science, I mean, you know, because I don't think uh, social science is science, but, you know, um, but I think that what he's saying is that they created the negative image of themselves, that they, that they perpetuate on themselves. That's not, that's not, you know, that's not something we did, you know. <laughs> no, for real. Like I didn't give these, I didn't give these bitches bananas and tell them to throw it at each other, you know. So no, I mean that's 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 you know I don't I I I I'm not the CEO of World Star Hip Hop. Like you know the, this is shit that they're doing to themselves, and the stereotype exists because of that. And all the history and stuff that you want to talk about on that, that's. I give a fuck about that because, and life isn't going to, um, life isn't going to care, you know. Affirmative action has gotten people believing that um, that people should give a shit about your history, you know. Well, the reason why I brought up history is because of the negative associations that are put on skin tone versus one's personal experience. Skin tone is scientific. So to broad brush a whole group who are this complexion or uh, from this neighborhood is not scientific and it really doesn't make sense. I understand the point being made. Uh, when this stream is over, some brothers need to really listen with a different ear to what was coming out of their mouth. But go ahead. No, no. I, our ears are fine. So you, you got to understand Understand that we don't give a shit, nor should we. You know, I don't give a shit about your history. If if I tell you guys to get me a sandwich, and you bring me history. Your history? You said uh, your history. What do you mean by yes, your history exactly? I'm gonna tell you what I, I'm gonna tell you what I mean. You know, um, if you say something in history is the reason why you're not getting me a goddamn sandwich and fucking me uh, rigorously on command, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Don't don't try to pull that. Where's all this aggression coming from? I'm I'm no, trying to figure that out. I'm not trying to argue with none of y'all. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Um, the aggression comes from me being dark skinned. But secondly, you know, um, and moreover, the the aggression comes from the concept of brothers making excuses. I'm sick of brothers making excuses and using slavery as a crutch to mm. not perform. At I didn't mention slavery. Let the church say amen. It's a part of our history. So whether you call it slavery or history, you know, I'm sick of brothers using history as a crutch to not maximize your full potential. That's why we got so many niggas in the community. God damn it. Oh, I'm so, so I'm, I'm sick of that. History is not going to save you. Is the and and you gotta you got to move forward. That's what and I'm no saying. No one said that. And as a woman, and as a woman, history is not going to save you from your duty to fuck me rigorously on command and get me a goddamn sandwich. It's not. There's no sympathy. There's no affirmative action so, on here. Fuck your history. Give me a sandwich. And so you agree with what that brother was saying about dark skin, associating all of that with dark skin as if heard? it's connected scientifically. I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. So I guess he was addressing me. I was the one that made the distinction. Yeah, yeah, brother. I was curious that. about that. But go ahead. Um. So. 
I, you, you said that it was it wasn't science it was emotion uh emotional or emotional opinion that was driven um my reasoning and I, no, I have to but say, I, okay what did you say what i'm saying is the way all right thanks a lot brother um what what you said uh before you got off the first time you you were saying masculine aggressive and right. light-skinned women are sweeter like you know all of these little things and there were some other people were saying the same thing exactly and i understand what you're saying with that but it's you you you're all saying it as if having the skin tone automatically shapes your personality versus uh, societal and, you know, different effects. But, and, but black man, I mean, black I know, man. I know, I know fair skinned people who are very ignorant and I know darker skinned people who are very pleasant. So I was just wondering like why y'all was so absolute with everything. All right. Okay. Okay. Black man, no problem. And I appreciate you. Somebody, somebody got All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Brid. Yeah, so I, I, I appreciate that, brother, for you clarifying that for me. Um, you said something that that uh, solidifies my point, and you said there was many men that came up here and gave those same characteristics of dark skin versus light skin. My brother, Game Changer, I, I want to say is on the West Coast probably. Men in yeah, yeah, I'm um, I'm 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 in a DMV GA boy I want to say is in Florida um to my understanding. We are in three totally different geographical locations in in these great United States and we all had the same mindset. We came up with the same same conclusion. But we we are not anywhere near each other. We're about 700 to 2 3000 miles away from each other. And we have the same exact identical mirroring opinions of light skin and dark skin now that's a small sample size of just three black men in america but we're talking to men in the chat and and women in the chat who want to admit it or not that shares the same sentiment that we do um so it isn't it isn't an emotional opinion it it is a stereotype is called a stereotype for a reason. Um, I, I, I had likened it to a television show. I was on the panel with the ladies when Fantastic had um, did the first um, light skin show that he did. And I, I watch a show with my lady um, called Rose Housewives. Um, she's into it. That's her thing. Um, me trying to shit time with her, I watch it too. Um, she watches just the black ones. She's 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 a nigga. She likes just the black ones. So one particular show has nothing but light-skinned women on it. It's called Real Housewives of Potomac. You can look it up. Um, all of them are fair-skinned, light-skinned, mixed. Um, oh, I hope you're not, not making a judgment off of that. Go ahead. Sorry. I, no, I, I made it to say that there's something that everybody can relate to. It's not me just saying, oh, I know plenty of dark-skinned women that are polite. I know plenty of light-skinned women that are violent. I'm I'm naming something that everybody can go to and see right now, which is those two shows. One show is predominantly light-skinned women. One show is predominantly dark-skinned women. The one in Atlanta is, is nothing but dark-skinned women. They fight all the time. 
They're vulgar to each other all the time. They're aggressive to each other all the time. They are masculine. They are masculine and disobedient to their, their um, husbands all the time. They disrespect their husbands all the time. Mm -hmm. There is nothing I would want to do with those women. Now we'll go to the same show broadcasted by the same network. And it's nothing but light-skinned women. And they also have one with white women, but I said I don't watch that one. The light-skinned women are polite. They are obedient to their husbands. They fight, just like the dark-skinned ones, but they don't fight as... They don't fight with fisticuffs. They're not punching each other. Big security got to break them up. That doesn't happen. It's a little bit of uh, uh, calling each other bitches, and they keep it moving. They, they, and this is the, you're still talking about this TV show, right? A absolutely, I'm talking about that TV show, and that just proves my case that a TV show that has no agenda to put oh, the stereotype wow. of dark skinned women or light skinned women onto, onto the masses, it just automatically naturally happens. Now, you gave me an example, and you said, I know plenty. Well, where's your proof? You had none. Now, I made, I named my proof. And that's a show you can watch and you can be exposed to. And like I said, that show does not have an agenda. It's showing you in their element how dark-skinned women are acting and how light-skinned women are acting. And you'll see for yourself. All right. So now, you from just three used three media, a TV three show, to make Texas. your point. No, I Go made ahead. two points. I made two points. That was one example. And I gave you the other example of me game-changing GA Boy. J-Boy's neutral. He has no sides in this fight, but he himself said light-skinned men and light-skinned women are more softer, more sensitive. Dark-skinned people, because of whatever circumstances that they have went through in life, have a, a quote-unquote tougher skin. So they do come across as mean. J-Boy said that. He's neutral to it. He, he's team dark-skinned and he said that. You to cannot be team any skin, in my opinion, is a problem. But in a sense, you're still saying the same thing. You're associating skin tone, melanin levels with personality, uh, psychology, Absolutely. and it makes no sense. How does that not make no sense when he himself said that they go through tougher circumstances to make them the people that they are? That's what he, he said, and that means in some instances, that doesn't mean the whole entire uh, group of dark skin or light skin or whatever the case may be. Because I'm sure you agree that there's light skin, because I've been in a hood, I've, I've been in many different places, I've been in and I've team. seen ratchet, from New York. light skin, ratchet, New York. dark, all that. So, like, you, you still broad brushing. You sound... A lot of you guys, and this is no disrespect, because I ain't even trying to make it an argument or nothing. I just disagree. But it sounds like the way people stereotype black people. Like, when you say uh, TV is not pushing propaganda, uh, would you agree that we're all criminals and, and drug dealers and all of that? Well, I would no. agree that far too many of us are. And if you're a criminal and drug dealer and you know that their reputation um, exists, then stop being a criminal and fucking drug dealer. You know, so I will say that you should change the narrative um, if there's a negative narr narrative about you, you know, and, and stop doing what they um, what they perpetuate you as Rashida Strober. Understand that there is a negative. So, the so, so right, right quick, Rashida Strober, understand that there's a negative stereotype about black women. 
and she perpetuates it. She doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't say, you know something, I'm going to be the most feminine as I possibly can. Nope. She perpetuates it. Don't be a dumbass, is 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 basically it. Like, do Asian people walk around with a pointy straw hat and say and 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 squint their eyes and you know pretend like they're a goddamn 1950s cartoon? No, because they're not idiots. You know, if there's a if there's a I don't know nothing about their culture like that. Yeah, well, that's because they they hide the negatives like smart people should, you know. Um, but if there's a negative stereotype about you and yours, don't perpetuate it. Is what I'm saying. Do you think I walk down the street like some ass pants nigga, you know, um, 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 selling selling some dumb shit? No. So I, and I absolutely agree with that. But we find that across across the board. So if you're out perpetuating a stereotype, then that shit's on you. It, it, and that shit's on Rashida, you know, like um, and 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 uh, GA boy's daughter got to deal with that shit. She got to deal with the shit that Rashida Strober is doing. That's why I'm attacking Rashida because she's fucking it up for um for little dark skinned girls. I think Jay really Boy said his, his daughter was light skinned, but no, Jay's was... daughter is uh, dark skinned. Okay, was, all right. Yeah, he was talking about what she's going through. Right. But so and, and I do know I know I do know light skinned women that go through through stuff. I said I said it earlier. I got a niece. She's a great kid. She wants to do aeronautics engineering. Mm -hmm. There's a. She wants to go to a school down in Cape Canaveral because she lives in the Florida area. Light skin, beautiful kid, studies her grades. Don't want no beef with nobody, no trouble. Mm -hmm. She had to transfer transfer schools twice because the dark skin girls down there wanted to fight her all the time. And she's not a fighter. She's not a sass. She's one of those, quote unquote, like he said, timid, light skinned girls. She a timid, light skinned girl. Yeah. She don't want no problems from nobody. The girl just wants to graduate and go to the, the NASA school at Cape Canaveral. That's all she want to do. Yeah. And she had to transfer to. But you notice how you said timid, light skinned like that. That. Go ahead. What what am I supposed to say? She's like I'm light skinned. My family's light skinned. What do you want me to say? Girl, I can't appease timid can't girl. Appease timid girl. The reason the reason why she's a uh, she's a right. pleasant okay. girl is because obviously you have a good family and y'all raised her right. All right, all right. T watch. Um, let me let me do this. Um, I want to get I want to get Jessica in on this. Um, but before I do that, my bad. Ga's. Uh, you're right. Um. You're right, Britain. So GA's girl is light skinned. His son is dark skinned. Oh, okay. so, uh, his daughter is light skinned. So I guess she's getting the best of it. But he does. But nevertheless, you know, it, there are dark skinned girls that are getting fucked up by um, by what's going on and, and you know and shit like that. And it's because of these fucking ignorant bitches that um, that make a fool of themselves and their complexion. Um, Lizzo made a goddamn fool of herself, and it made it and made life harder for um, for all the others. And so does so does what's her name, Lonnie Love, and all these other fat ugly bitches that that just go around seeking attention on equal terms and shit. They they make it bad for the little dark skinned girls in the world playing double duck. Jessica X, you yeah, been, um, uh, go for it. Yeah. So basically, I was gonna say to I think his name is Ty. Is that T -Y. your name? Ty. Ty. Yeah. You shouldn't be here um, disagreeing with us 
for calling out certain behaviors. No, you don't right? need to tell me where what, the hell I need to be. And I know should, why you said that, but what, go ahead. What you should And I know these are people, out, but go ahead. What you should be calling out are the women who are out there, as GC said, perpetuating these stereotypes because they're the ones that are keeping the cycle going. The way that we fight... Ignorant we women pay, perpetuate it, ignorant it, stereotypes. It has nothing to do with one beat because they're... Go ahead. No, she said quietly when you went through your whole rampage. You know, so let her let her say her piece. And if you do believe that these stereotypes exist, right, and that they're unfair, you feel as though they're unjust, then you should be out there. And every time you see a woman perpetuating that stereotype, you need to tell her to fix and change her behavior. That's how you should fight it. You shouldn't be there making excuses and saying, well, have you, have you looked at the history into all of this? Did you know that this came from slavery or this? That, I, mean, I, I can't that, believe with the intelligence on this panel. That's how y'all take what I said. I know y'all know fucking that. You can't be that dog. I know. No need for insults. Let her finish her point. This is not where you started off in the morning. This is a, a healthy no, conversation. Take it easy with your little uh, cute shit you just said. Now who's angry? Let her finish her point. Yeah, so basically what he's doing is he is justifying that behavior. And as long as you justify that behavior... Justifying? Like, what, oh, all those, yeah, justifying. And as long as you justify that behavior, there are going to be innocent little girls and even women who are caught in that crossfire because they're going to be perceived as something that they're not because people are failing to call out the fuckery that is going on in the community. You have to call it out. That's the only way things will change. You shouldn't be calling out us for calling it out. You should also be calling it out. Us. So you all speak with one voice. You all think the same way. That's what you're saying? Listen, we have similar views. Yeah. We have similar views. And that's why we sit here and discuss things on these panels. Oh, I'm familiar. All right, so so basically what Jessica is saying, because I, I want to um, put it in a nutshell right quick, and then we'll go to uh, Deanna and then Red Supreme. Um, oh, he's off, so um, I guess Aeon's been waiting for a while. Let me get him in. Um, all right. So um, but basically what Jessica was saying is, um, is that instead of for trying to get people to cope with it or as, um, what's her name? Um, Ayala Van Zandt said, I teach my son to stand in it. Instead of for standing in it, we should be calling it out. You know, um, and I think that the primary people who should be calling it out, and shout out to the burnt chicken women or the hog mall women, is them. You know, like the burnt chicken women are really recognized. It's like, look, you're fucking this up for me. You are destroying my reputation with this rhetoric and bullshit. I don't want to be seen as the um as part of a group of women who is unwilling to compete. You're messing up my penis supply is what's going on. So, you know, um, and this goes right down to the little girls on the, um, on the playground who's, you know, who nobody want to tag. They running slow and shit, hoping to get tagged quicker in the braces. 
and the boys are speeding up to catch the light-skinned girls. Like, that's that's what's really going on. That's what's really happening. See, but Game Changer, his thing was, okay, because of history and slavery, the girls are not getting tagged at, at, at recess. So when they get into high school, they're supposed to cut my niece's hair off. And they're justified for cutting my niece's hair off or slicing light-skinned women on the subway with razors in the face or telling light-skinned women that they're not even black. Now, imagine that. Right. You are a black person and a black person is telling you you're not dark enough to be black. True. What kind of psychological damage does that do to you? I understand you're picked last and they, and they might have called you crispy and all of that. I understand that. But imagine dealing with your own people telling you you're not even fucking black. That's because there's a, there's a deeper, more sinister uh, agenda at play when they do that. Elaborate. Well, uh, yeah, no, it's your turn. Go ahead. Elaborate, brother. So, oh, well, hi, hey, everybody. This is Anonymous Black Man. Um, I share a channel with Light Skin Motivation. So, um, oh, that's really what yeah. Right. So here's the reason why they do that. Light-skinned women in the Black community are seen as direct competition to dark-skinned women. We all know this. Mm -hmm. So what they've done is, and, you know, um, we just did a cast about this a week ago, talking about how um, colorism was created by a dark-skinned woman who got with a white man and had a light-skinned daughter. So what they've done is they've convinced light-skinned women as a whole, not the ones that are aware of it, but they've convinced light-skinned women as a whole that they can't be with anybody that's within the black community because if you think about it colorism is anytime a light-skinned woman is chosen over a dark-skinned woman so the question then becomes who can a light-skinned woman be with and colorism not come into play light-skinned men i guess nope because think about it ti chris brown are called colorist for dating oh, right. light-skinned men or light-skinned women mm -hmm. What they've done is they're trying. The problem is light-skinned women are seen as better than dark-skinned women, regardless of how they look at it. That's how they see them. So what they're doing is they're trying to keep light-skinned women. How can I say this? They're basically trying to keep them off the grid, but still on the board because they don't want them as enemies because they know if they become enemies, you already know what's going to happen. Light-skinned, they're going to start stunning on them and it's going to be a real problem. So they convince them, hey, you know, you got to stand for dark skin. You got to, you know, you got to be black enough to fight for the cause. That's why all these light skinned women out here are, you know, single or by themselves, or the ones that say, oh, don't compliment me because I'm light skinned. Or don't compliment me because I have um, Eurocentric features, which is only, you know, light skinned folks. Because let's be clear, Eurocentric really means white, but it only applies to light skinned women. And that's what they've done. They've created this entire narrative. And if you pay attention, like you talk about Rashida, look at any colorism platform and notice there's only one enemy that colorism aims at. It's not even light-skinned men because they still want light-skinned men because who's going to give them pretty light-skinned babies? Because if they can't get a white man, what's the next best thing? Are you a light-skinned dude? No, I'm a, I'm I'm over dark skin dude. But I'm married to a light skinned woman. No, no, yeah. So I I take it that that's not going too well as far as the reaction you're getting from the you know, um, from the darker skinned women. Correct. Let me let me tell you something. I have taken my wife out to eat mm -hmm. at my job, 
And I've had dark-skinned women tell my wife, tell her face, that the only reason why she's with me is because she she's light-skinned. So it's it's weird because um, as I understand it, um, from speaking to your wife earlier, uh, you're a fellow nerd. No, no, no. Um, she's not my wife. She's she's a friend of my wife. Her wife. Oh, oh I got you. Yeah, I got yeah you. we're friends. We're cool. It's, but I get what you're going. But go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know, but this this was a, this was the story of her husband. But um, do you when that happened? Do you think that that dark skinned chick would have fucked you? Nope. Because so she didn't I'm, want you to fuck her, and she didn't want you to fuck your wife either. Yep. I was in your. I, I saw the cast of Light Skin Motivation D with you guys, and one of your commenters was perfect. They want you available just to re, re, uh, reject you. Right. That is exactly. And you know what? I was listening to your cast earlier before I was able to come in, and um, I don't know who's speaking, but one of the guys was talking about how you guys are from different area locations, but all your uh, experiences are similar. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, I've seen it myself. I've seen black men that were rejected by dark-skinned black women only to go get a light-skinned or non-black woman and now that same woman is yelling at him about he's a traitor yeah because like i said i had a preference for dark-skinned girls but light-skinned girls preferred me so you know it's like what the but i did notice uh something it's not that dark-skinned girls were repulsed by me but i did like notice that like like Wait a minute. Would you have fucked me first? Is the question that came to um, came to mind? Like you know, and chances are no, because you know, that's that's just men have um, far fewer mating options than women. It it's because they don't think as far as that. Like when I was younger, I've seen that exact similar thing, and I I was confronted once about it about you know the very girls that told me you know you can't get the wrong time of day for me were the same ones that got in my face when I got a mixed girl. And I asked straight up, I said, okay, since she's a problem, which one of you was going to talk to me? And all of them was silent. It was literally like you could hear a pin drop. And I said, wait, so I can't date her, but I can't date you either? And they just looked at me like I was crazy. So the concept of yeah, so ladies, y'all gotta work on that, really. You know, I mean, and and that comes from the whole non-competition. You have to be willing to offer a man a better deal or any deal. But you know what, game changer? Looking at what's going on now, and looking at our channel, and I, we we listen to your cast, and we start paying attention to the colorism pages. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to believe now the colorism argument really is, and I hate to say this, the colorism argument is really looking like more black and darker skinned women want to date white men. And what they're doing is they're forcing black men to either choose the least desirable of them or basically be by yourself because you can't be with a light-skinned woman and not deal with this, if you want to be honest. Because if you look at all the colors and pages that have you know, six-figure subs, they promote getting with white men while simultaneously Second, talking about how trash dark skinned men are, or black men in general. I don't. I don't think that that's what's going on. I see why you would think that. What I've gathered is that they want to use um, swirling or whatever you want to call it, aggressive pursuit of white men as a leverage and as a kind of like a punishment. 
Like if you do not get on board with the non-competing women with, you know, um, creating, um, um, you know, this loyalty to non-competing women, then we will do this. I think it's used as a threat. Now, what's happening is that um, some of these colorist chicks, like Chrissy in particular, um, is acting on the threat, but um, are encouraging others to act on the threat. But really, that's all it is. Because what I'm seeing on Twitter, because you know we we check Twitter and you know YouTube and everything, I'm seeing, and I mean they are shitting on black men horribly. Just now, they did a video on the baby. Um, with that situation where I guess he hit somebody in the club, he hit a female, uh-huh. and there was a uh, fight where a bunch of young, darker-skinned teenage boys and girls jumped some girl, and they was like, "This is black men; they're fucked up." This why we, and you know, even when there is a swirling situation where the white man does something wrong, they'll be like, "Well, yeah, this is horrible," but let's look at this chart here that shows black men are the most violent species on the planet. They beat their women more than anybody else does, uh-huh. and this. I mean- and- this is what they do, cause and uh, just to, to go further with that, cause we did our we did a, a cast talking about this. So Christmas time is when Jodie Turner Smith, you know the dark skinned African, she got with that white guy Joshua Jackson, and all the colors and pages were celebrating this, and they were talking about how awesome it was that she went where she was loved. Two months before that, Chrissy did a video saying we need to boycott every black man that is with a non-black or light-skinned woman in Hollywood because them being with those women are damaging to our self-esteem and right. our human psyche. And I did a cast saying, wait a minute, so you promote the dark-skinned woman with the white man, but we have to be with dark-skinned women or we get boycotted. Well, they're incapable of seeing hypocrisy. <laughs> um, and they're also incapable of seeing the world from the point of view of people who are not like them. So you got to understand their their limited um their limited mental capacity and imagination, uh, which is why they're another reason why they're losing. So, um, for example, let's take Chrissy, for example, or just really any of them. They think that others think like them. So they think that because they get extraordinarily jealous and self-conscious when um, when people have relationships like yours um, and, you know, light skin motivations, uh, husbands uh, relationship when they think that we feel the same way, which is why Rashida Strober was on there uh, just now saying, my light-skinned boyfriend, my light-skinned boyfriend, my light-skinned boyfriend, he's light-skinned, my light-skinned boyfriend, he's light They think that they are triggering, um, they think that they're trolling us because if a black man were to do the same thing, he would be trolling them. That's how they see the world. They don't think that people think in a way that's different than the way they think. They're fucked up in the brain that way. It's it's funny because so think- so hold on right quick. So when you say that this is done out of some type of innate attraction to um, a group of people, maybe some of it is, but largely speaking, they're just doing it because they think that they're trolling us because they think that everybody thinks like them. But no, that's their own fucked up shit. That I, they uh, swelling along in their head. No, you know what? It's, it's possible. I feel like the biggest issue is that <laughs> they do have a problem with their skin tone because I know growing up, I've a lot of dark skinned women complain about they wanted lighter skinned men because you got to think I'm I'm a little bit older, mm-hmm. so I grew up at a time where you couldn't date white folks without having an issue. So I remember being told several times, you know, they wanted light skinned dudes so they could have those 
pretty mixed kids or they wanted light-skinned dudes because you know dudes were dark and then you know on twitter we actually did a whole cast on it because some black men were taking tweets and like look look at these colors and tweets oh these dark-skinned dudes are ugly oh i would never date a dark-skinned dude oh they garbage and i'm like well isn't that colorism no 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 that's preference <laughs> that's preference and i'm like well, well hold up and i've noticed that's why i say colorism is really just a shame it's a sham because at the end of the day colorism is only dark-skinned women not getting chosen it's never light-skinned women not getting chosen it's never light-skinned men not getting chosen and it's damn showing dark-skinned men because we apparently don't experience colorism despite them doing that you know and the irony is black men on twitter are exposed to hypocrisy because a lot of black women will tweet something and it's interesting because you have the ability to edit yourself on twitter or anything else yet they never edit themselves they'll tweet something and then their timeline will give them away and then somebody will post their their, their tweet like didn't you just say this two days ago which is of course diametrically opposed to what they're saying now about colorism and i agree everyone should be able to go where they're celebrated but black folks are the only people on the planet that shame the fuck out of you if you are not with and i had to write this down for a black man to be with a black woman in a black relationship she has to be darker than wesley snipes have triple 4c hair um have west african features and be slightly overweight that they, that is the only way you can their, their end game is for Idris Alba to be with Gabrielle Sibide. Yep. Yeah. That is a hundred. That, that is what they want. The <laughs> finest black man, the most desirable black man, needs to worship the ground that Gabrielle Sibide walks on. Yep. Anything outside of that, you're a traitor to your race and you hate your mother. Yep. Matter of fact, someone oh. did um a black woman actually did a video on Twitter. And she said, black men do marry black women at large numbers. And all these dark-skinned chicks ran in there and said, well, show me a list of, of black men in the, the sports industry with black wives. And she provided a list. But because, you know, some of them were lighter-skinned and some were mixed, this lady, no joke, she said, show me the list of black men with forced, with kinky hair, racially unambiguous, monoracial black women. She broke now, that's ridiculous. I mean, because white people, that's that's like saying, you know, show me one with, you know, a complete Nordic feature, blonde hair, blue eyes uh, with freckles and shit like that. And all the other fucked up genes that they got going on in England, you know, um, that the white women in England got going on. Um, I want to address BAP right quick. Um, everyone should feel free to go where they are celebrated. Everybody should look for a reason to be celebrated, BAP. The fuck is your reason to be celebrated? And when and, and see, Bap is a prime example. Her and her hundred nigga army. You know, she walks around with a pussy, bragging about the hundred nigga army that she has, and she um and she's not fucking any of them. This is what they want. They don't want you. They just want you in the lineup for a pussy that's ungiven. You know, so you can just walk around protecting their right to be ratchet and shit like that. You know, go where you're celebrated. You are celebrated amongst your hundred niggas and shit. But what are you doing for them? Not a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn thing. It's it's interested what the brother said too, um, in his in his last comment. He said, um, so he went to the page, and there was a group of sisters in there, and they said, show us uh black male athletes who have black wives, 
and she presented the the evidence to them and it, it just so happened that it was light-skinned women and they were dissatisfied with it that 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 goes to my point that dark-skinned women don't even think light-skinned women are black at all they don't accept them as black or the epitome or the example of black wait wait they're, now, they're not now, black enough. now here's the deal we have figured out there are exceptions there are two times a light-skinned woman is black two times and people can disagree or agree with this the first time you notice when white women that tan like the kardashians and the jenners or anytime a white woman like tans a little bit and gets you know like a little brown what do they call it black fishing why is that they're looking for validation right but it's interesting how light-skinned women at that point are now black the second time light-skinned women are black if they are with a famous rich white guy because then dark-skinned women can literally live vicariously through them and say that's black girl magic megan markle comes perfect, to mind perfect perfect example perfect oh, example. true good point yeah they they it's may not be used yeah exactly yep exactly. and there's um there's another there's um i don't even know her name but there is a white dude with a light-skinned girl on twitter that picture it was a video of them that tweet last time i checked was at four hundred and fifty thousand retweets and black men were like well hold up can we find a black man with a white woman that gets this much validation and people were like nope because of course black men with white women isn't seen as a celebration but when white men rich white men give it a light-skinned woman now she's black well, they're, they're, this is their attempt to corner the market. They want black men to be more self-conscious, so they're going to promote these relationships. Period. You know, um, it's it's pathetic, um, Jessica. So apparently, um, you was called all kinds of mutts and shit last night. Um, the stream is down, and I didn't see it because you know, sleep. I don't know what the fuck y'all be doing. I know you're on a different time thing, but. Um, so apparently in the middle of the night, America time, somebody just wake, wakes up to, to talk shit about you. Um, why is this okay? But if anybody were to say anything against, you know, the dark skinned woman based on her, because let's be clear, Mutt is, is um, a shot at your ethnic heritage, you know, yeah. um, or your ethnic makeup. So, you know, uh, which is very similar to our last president. Why is that okay by the masses, but the other way around isn't? Go well, for it, Jessica. The thing is, when you're um, looking at their ideology and their logic, you are constantly, and I mean constantly, going to be pointing out the double standards, right? Their, their whole um, concept is based on double standards, mm-hmm. but... They want those double standards to be able to stand because what they're asking for is a privilege, right? That's basically what it it's all about. It's um, we're downtrodden, we're discriminated against, and we need a privilege that places us above all um, all all reproach. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't, um, you can't. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? You can't talk you can't, to them about it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. You really can't. You can't. You can't question them on what they're saying because 
we have a privilege that you don't. It's not your place to talk on us. And it's it's gotten down to where the privilege is based on, one, I'm a woman. Two, um, I'm black. And three, on top of that, I'm dark-skinned. And unless you fit... And no, wait, I'll throw in number four. You have to have very, um, what they call, African or black phenotypical features. So you of have course. to have the hair and the facial features. Mm-hmm. And unless you fit into those categories, then you can't say anything to them because they um, we don't have their experience. They've basically got a privilege that we don't have. They can do what they want. They can have double standards, but we can't have double. We can't have standards. Not even double standards. We just can't have standards. That's not allowed. We can't call them out for anything that they do. That's not yep. allowed. Um, hey, Game Changer, can you highlight SK's last comment? I want to address that. Uh, yeah, I find it. It's, it's, it's going pretty fast. Uh, who just left? Oh, Red Supreme. He, he normally comes back. All right. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Okay. So, SK, let me go ahead and, and break it down for you. It's not that y'all seem less attractive. You guys, I don't know if you're a woman or not, but here's the facts. Dark-skinned women do not stand dark-skinned women. And let me tell you why. When you look at colors and platforms, Chrissy, um, Amy Loho, Paris Milan, whatever case may be, they're always complaining about where they're not. But when do they ever celebrate where they are? Go back to the 70s till now. Look at black TV shows. Look at how many shows had nothing but black, dark-skinned women in them. You listen to people talk. True, and girls. They don't never. If you listen to people talk, they'll always say dark skinned women are no shows. Okay, good times. Number dark skinned folks. Sanford and Son, no light skinned women. Um, Facts of Life, one dark skinned chick. I mean, Tootie wasn't, Kim Fields is not light skinned. You go to the um, Cosby show, you had two light skinned chicks, the rest were dark skinned. You go to Living Single, it was more even. You go to Different World, it was even. Go to shows like Black Lightning, nothing but dark skinned women, right? They don't pay attention. You don't pay attention. To dark skinned women, because all y'all care about is light skinned women. Look at Jefferson's exactly no light skinned people. Light skinned people didn't even start getting like real like shows or even roles until like the 90s. And think even about it right now on the well, Jefferson's, even mixed people weren't light skinned. Yeah, exactly. Even now, they trying to go back and say Martin was colorist right now because of Gina. Martin roasted everybody. Gina got roasted. She didn't get protected. Light-skinned women are really... The only thing light-skinned women have been really shown for is rap videos, and that's pretty much it. And the couple of roles they get, because me and Light-skinned Motivation, we, when we first started our channel, I said the same thing. I said, man, light-skinned women are everything. They get. They are always a love interest. And she was like, wait a minute. Let's look that up. When you factor in brown skin, like Nina Long isn't light-skinned, Vivica Fox isn't light skinned. Um, Naomi Harris isn't light skinned. Kimberly Elise isn't light skinned. They don't even care about those women. When those women get around, Regina King just won an Oscar. That whole movie was dark skinned. No one cared. Black Panther, not a light skinned person in sight. Get out, no light skinned people. Us, no light skinned women. I mean, the photograph, no light skinned women. Constantly. They don't, they don't even care. But then, uh, uh, was it um, Masardi Martin from Blackish, fourteen years old, dark skinned young lady, first sure. executive producer, youngest of all time, 
Michelle Obama, the only black first lady ever. They don't right. care. Serena and Venus, powerhouse tennis legends. They don't care. They never promote dark-skinned women. Look at the colorism pages. They, yeah. Anytime they, something happens, um, Gabby Douglas is about to do a move at the Olympics that no woman has ever done. And dark-skinned women are completely in the dark. Um, Normani, SZA, Meg Thee Stallion on wow. three black women. They don't say nothing. That's why and, black women are promoted. And they work wow, because it's going to go against man. their victim narrative and everything that they're working towards right now. So they'll never promote those things. Yep. Because it destroys their argument. Exactly. They can't, mm. like women like Jessica, like light skin motivation, women that actually understand what's going on, they don't want equality. They want light skinned women done. domination. They don't want them to have nothing. They want domination. Boycott. It's not equality. Damn, yep. he broke this brother broke it all the way down. Man. Because yeah. you know, we have to pay attention. Missy Elliott won the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Only woman in history. She was dark skinned and heavy set. But you gonna talk to me about colorism? Like, I mean, seriously, Jennifer Hudson. Won an Oscar against Queen Light Skin herself, Beyonce, on her first film. Miss America, Miss Teen, Miss Teen USA, Miss Universe. You know, let's not forget that. Yeah, I mean, dude, let's talk about Lapita, dark skinned woman, not even American, foreigner, got an Oscar on her first film. Then went and starred in Star Wars as the only black woman to be in Star Wars. Then did Black Panther, which is what the ninth highest grossing movie of all time. What light skinned woman has done that? Please let me know. Brother, and they um, they didn't care when in Black Panther there were no light skinned people. There was no representation of anyone that looked like me in Black Panther. Exactly. They didn't right. care about that. They had one light skinned. You can't. You didn't see your representative there. Yeah. My daughter doesn't see her representative there. We, we're we're light skinned. We don't exist. We're not. We can't exist in Wakanda. We're light skinned. Exactly. And it's we're not. not false. And it's not false because y'all don't want equal representation. Because when y'all represent it, y'all don't even stand for that. When Regina King won, no colorism page covered it. Every time a dark skinned chick does something, and I mean the main media, the mainstream media, which is ran by white folks covers dark-skinned women more than your own people do. Y'all don't want... Where do, huh? yeah, where do we go, then? You know? I mean, wait, are you, are you saying... Are you light-skinned? I'm, 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 I'm just trying to understand the context. I'm saying, like, light-skinned people, where do they go? Light-skinned, they stuck... They kind of try to... They stand for black folks, and light-skinned people have, don't understand that black folks don't see themselves... In light skinned folks, light skinned folks see themselves in black folks. That's why yep. you know, light skinned folks are real quiet whenever something happens because they've been taught. Think about any time, a perfect example Colin Kaepernick. Remember when Jay Z did his little move and then they did the interview and they was like, oh, well, the movement was in question because the leader's ethnicity was in question. He's mixed, so he was garbage. Can you imagine they said that to a, a dark skinned person? Light-skinned people don't talk because they feel like they are black, so they have to take this type of abuse, just like um, the OG um, situation. OG was called unattractive. They screamed colorism. Light-skinned dude named Jason Lee said, hey, she's unattractive. It had nothing to do with her being dark-skinned. She's unattractive. He was arguing with a darker-skinned chick. 
first thing out her mouth, oh, what's your ethnicity? Because you light skinned. Oh, I'm mixed. Oh, you mixed? Then shut the fuck up. You don't have to talk. You mixed. Can can I provide um well an additional perspective? Because um peace uh peace G C peace uh G C B. Oh man, uh uh Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. Benjamin what's up, dropped what's up? off. Yeah. Respect, respect, yeah, man. I'm, I'm what's back. going on? I, I like how the fact how you broke it down earlier about um the regional thing and whatnot, but I heard uh, GA boy say earlier that it was only the dark skinned kids growing up who caught black Kansas City. I'm from middle America. I got family. I went to school in Arkansas to the Mississippi River Valley, right by Memphis. You can essentially say Memphis as well. But it just wasn't dark skinned. And I said this on a panel like last night or sometime. It just wasn't dark skinned people who, who caught flat growing up. It was also light-skinned people. Like, I've heard the term dusty way back in the 90s, like back in the early 90s, and that just wasn't reserved. That wasn't initially reserved for people whom we perceive to be dusty today. That was reserved for light-skinned people who had, like, lighter brown hair and had freckles and shit, looked like they'd been in a dust storm all day. So you would call them dusty because they looked like they was out in a dust storm all day. That shit was reserved for them. There's a lot of dark-skinned supremacy and let's say outright aggression and whatnot towards light-skinned people. Now, with that said, now, 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 with that said, if if we want to talk about history, because the the brother uh, T. Wash brought up history and the legacy of like, well, let's let's take it back even further than that. We all are here on this panel because a distant relative of ours uh, chose to, whether it was physical or social or intellectual, or whatever the case was, they chose to um, engage in behaviors that would allow them to adapt to whatever terrain that they were in so that they can pass down their genes so that they that we can be here. Right. So, so with that said, I don't want to hear shit from these dark-skinned chicks. I don't even want, I don't want to hear shit from these dark-skinned dudes boohooing about this, that, and the third. This, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is Darwinism at its finest. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm gonna line up. I'm gonna line up to the man in front of me, and we can battle it out whether it's economics, hand to hand, or to the death, or whatever. And we'll see whose genes last the longest. I'll put my daughter up against your daughter, and we'll see who gets chose, whose daughter gets chose. That's what that's what this is about. This is blood sport. This is to the death. This is to see whose genes get passed on. And I don't give a fuck if you want. Oh, oh, my my poor little dark skinned daughter. She's not gonna get picked. She's not gonna get any Valentine's Day cards during. I don't give a fuck. Nobody's nobody's gonna care if I don't bring the bacon home. <laughs> therefore, therefore, I'm going out there and I'm bringing back heads and scalps. <laughs> and that's what it really boils down to. They don't they don't want to compete because they look at light skinned women. And they feel inferior to them. And that's, you know, that's their parents' failures. Because your parent is supposed to teach you to love yourself. Just mm -hmm. like um, somebody on Twitter tweeted this yesterday. Some some darker-skinned chick tweeted, light-skinned dudes wake up in the middle of the night and yell, I'm cute, giggle, and go back to sleep. And I responded to her. I said, are you mad that they have the confidence that wasn't instilled in you because your parents failed you? And I think, honest. Go ahead. Oh, me? 
Yeah. I think honestly, um, with uh, the dark skinned women who have issues with like colorism and stuff, many of the time they might come from families that maybe they were the darkest or something, and so they didn't really get um, validated because of their parents not really having the same complexion as them. I know that because my grandma had issues, I think, with colorism, but my mother never did, and she was dark-skinned, but she had two dark-skinned parents, dark-skinned family. It's a lot easier that way, I think. And you know know what? what? Go ahead, Jessica. Yeah, sorry. I don't even think um, that's usually the case. There are far too many of them for that to be the issue. I think what we're seeing right now is it's an easy cop-out to take any sort of accountability in life or to have to face reality. You know, if you didn't get the guy that you wanted five years ago and he picked another girl, it was colorism. If you didn't get the job that you wanted, it's not that you weren't qualified, it was colorism. You know, if you didn't get the grade that you needed at uni, your lecturer was colorist. If you didn't do this, that, the other, it comes down to colorism. It's all an easy cop-out and an excuse. You know, it makes people feel better if they don't, if the flaw doesn't lie within them and they can blame it on something else, they will. And that's what we're seeing now. And I've never doubted that colorism exists. It does exist. But does it exist to the extent that they try and make out? No. No. And now it's just getting to the point where they're making themselves look ridiculous when they're following behind the Rashida Strobers of the world. A woman who's clearly Strober. Adolf Strober. (laughs) (laughs) The fact is, colorism exists in other countries like the real colorism. I'm talking about when you have a case system where dark-skinned people, women, and men can't even get jobs above a janitor. That's real colorism. And what has happened is America is inflating that to being here. When you look at the majority of trailblazers are dark-skinned women, when you look at the numbers. But because they don't focus on none of these Every time you see a tweet, they say, well, dark-skinned women are in no TV shows. They're afraid of the dark-skinned women dynamic. I had somebody argue with me and said, well, there's no, there was never a show with a dark-skinned woman as the family lead. I said, uh, Fresh Prince and Family Matters. Well, they both was replaced by light-skinned chicks, so that doesn't count. I said, Family Matters ran for nine seasons. Out of those nine seasons, dark-skinned Harriet was for eight of them. The light-skinned woman got the last season, and it was canceled after that. Is that colorism? Fresh Prince. Everybody knows Janet Hubert is Aunt Viv, and she was dark as hell. But guess what? She had the best role in the series until they fired her. Shit, Neil Carter, give me a break. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. When you go through it, when you sit down, and I, I, I said this before, do y'all even use Google? Because they don't eat, they don't know any of this. Period. They can't uh-huh. even name one famous dark-skinned woman. You ask them, they'd be like, uh, there are none. Are you fucking joking me? Yo, and, and yo, and yo, check this out. Check this out. I don't know if any of you guys have ever, like, let's say, if, if, let's say a brother's a, a seven or eight on a, attractive wise, or let's just say, let, let's just say whatever, whatever you rank on, on the, on the numeral scale of attractiveness or whatever, overall attractiveness, let's just say you're dating a chick that's a couple notches below you. And she knows that she's a couple notches below you. But for whatever reason, she may have a couple of corny quirks that, that you like, or she may have a couple of personality traits that you like. The fact that the fact that she thinks that you're just giving her charity, that you're just giving her pity, or you figure her easy, 
that's the reason why you're giving her a shot. The fact that you're doing that, she's always that that her, that insecurity of hers is always going to get in the way. You get what I'm saying? It's like right. even if these even if these colorist uh, women, even if they were to get their way into as a um, from a socialist perspective, just corner the market, they're still gonna be looking at whatever mate they get with with the side eye. Well, you're not choosing me because you are really attracted to dark skinned women. You really rather be with a light skinned bitch, but you just choosing me because we just pummeled you motherfuckers into submission. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's like it's it's never gonna work. It's, never. it's never gonna work because they're gonna always find an excuse. Even if you said, okay, every single black guy could only be with black women, it's going to start a whole new debate. And we've seen that already because you'll show examples of black couples and they'll say, oh, but that's featureism because she doesn't have black features or it's texturism because of the hair texture. And they start going into a whole new um, argument. So no matter what you try and show there's always a pushback there's always going to be something there you know it's going to be weight or just you know every petty little thing that they can think of they're going to bring it up so even if you said listen every black guy get with a black girl they still won't be happy they still wouldn't and that's why i say fuck all their talking point that's why i go as as extreme as rashida strawberry is that's why i go the extreme in the opposite direction and just say, nope, colorism doesn't exist. I don't give any credence to it whatsoever. Fuck you, fuck your plight. Hold these African booty scratchers. I don't care. Because um, to they're, answer- never, they're never going to be satisfied. So fuck them. It's true. They're going to be satisfied. Ben, they're going to be satisfied when Idris Alba kisses the feet of Gabrielle Sebede. That's basically- That's when they're going to be satisfied. <laughs> That's a litmus test. But yeah, that's the They want right Boris Cujo to be behind Grace Jones. That's what they want. Yep. They want and once that happens, then they find they find with it. Yep. But you know what? Um, to answer a question, light-skinned women that are black with two parents, they still see them as mixed or biracial. And matter of fact, it's an insult thrown at many light-skinned black women. They try to separate y'all by saying, Well, you might be light-skinned, but this there's a there's um there's a break in your lineage somewhere. So a lot of times, even <laughs> light-skinned women that have two black parents. They will still be looked upon as biracial and mixed people. They'll still try and invalidate actually, a person's blackness. That, that yeah. exactly happens to my wife. Yep, she, she's very, she's extremely light skinned, and her parent, her her father, God bless her soul, he was black. Uh, her mother is light skinned too. She was black. Uh, their their grandparents was black, but for somehow they just think mm-hmm. she's mixed, and she has to constantly rem- tell them like, no, my. I had two black parents. I'm not yep. mixed. I had my my father was like brown skin. Yeah, and they won't and they'll never accept. And they just don't. They don't accept it. Like, no, nah, you got you had to have white in your family somewhere. It, she doesn't. That's because they want a whole bunch of Virginian. A whole bunch of Virginian people. That's a lineage. Yep. There's they no will, there's no white whatsoever. They will push that and make because what what they're doing is once again they're trying to make sure that you know that. She's not pure black because it's called um blacks, it's called dark skin chauvinism. Because I had did a video about it, um, about something similar, and someone showed me a book. I gotta remember what the book was, but someone said that this was in the black power move back in the 1670s, 
And they said it wouldn't work because black comes in all shades. You got brown skin, you got lighter skin, then you got light skin. But what's happening now is this dark skin chauvinism has come in. And now they're saying, if you look at like the pro-black channels, they're all like, you know, if, it ain't, if you ain't dark skin, if you ain't, you know, kinky hair and you ain't got them West African features, you're not black. That's like if you notice black love, black love is only defined by a dark skinned woman and whoever she gets with. They even said Obama's are black love. And I said, how? Obama's a biracial dude. Oh, because he's a dark skinned wife. But then they take a dark skinned woman with a white man and that's black love. Anonymous, can, can I throw can I throw a monkey wrench in the, in the situation? Go ahead. Because, yeah, GB brought up something that's a major key, and it's something that I kick a lot. And I think that if, if brothers get hip to this, it'll take a lot of those bullshit talking points off the uh, off the table. And here, here's what it is: GB said that his his wife is Virginian, and there's no white in them. If if you look at if you analyze what he just said, and you come from it from a standpoint that we are aboriginal to this hemisphere and that we are a poly um um phenotypic people that we we came in all shades they they advocates and whatnot they they want to run with this slave narrative so bad so that way they keep your mind focused on amistad they they, they want the paragon of blackness to be jaimin hansu give us free when in fact no it wasn't because there were black folks that were here pre-Columbus from California all the way to the Virginias. And they came in, in various shades and, and colors and, and mm-hmm. hair textures and whatnot. Yep. So if you take if you take that bullshit ass African shit off the table, they can't run with it then. There, there's nowhere to go. They gotta they gotta tip their king at that point. So mm-hmm. that's why when, when motherfuckers get to talking about this slavery now I say man fuck your history fuck all that because it's it's fake news. Well, you know know what? We can even go further than that. When they always talk about the house and the field slave, once again, do your homework. There was light-skinned field slaves, just like there was dark-skinned house slaves. And brother, 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 you're still playing into that narrative, brother. You still. I'm just saying they still got use that. We we know we know the dynamics. You dynamics wrong. That's what we're saying. If you entertain, if you entertain that house slave field slave narrative shit. You still playing into their hands. I don't know about you, but I wasn't on no plantation. My people. Well, me neither. In the yeah, bush. we didn't live. No, didn't hold live on, hold on. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you. My people's in the bush scalping motherfuckers. We wasn't. We wasn't on no plantation picking cotton or tobacco, brother. Well, see, so I don't even entertain that at all. I'm taking a step further. Why do we? Why do people bring up slavery when nobody living can talk about it? None of us went through it. People because say because it's fake news, brother. <laughs> it's fake news. It's fake news. That's where I'm coming from. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna have the conversation with you. Is that? Is that it actually happened? Yeah. We, we, we wasn't. We, we can't recall it. We know why we can't recall it. Why the oral history didn't pass down because the shit didn't happen. So I don't even entertain that shit. That shit is off the table with me. <laughs> you can take your roots movie, <laughs> turn that face. So it's like just take that off the table. <laughs> take that. Take that West African feature. That knocks that whole West African feature bullshit off the table. Because if you let them run with that West African bullshit, they'll they'll have you believing that Tyrannosaurus Burks is the paragon of beauty and shit. Tyrannosaurus. (laughs) Yeah. You know what's so funny? I had some dude tell me, he said, well, you know, you came over on a slave ship. I said, dude, I came by my parents. I was born here in the States. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I think I think Benjamin's just taking the hard stance of just did like we all know slavery happened, but I think the reason he takes the stance that he does is because as soon as you acknowledge slavery, right, then it goes back into the oh the house um house slave field slave narrative and that's why things are the way they are today and it's it just becomes another justification and excuse for the way they behave today well you know what but you know what i agree with you and see this is why i say we did our homework on this so i'm not i'm the brother's right about you know not knowing what people do because you know if you say you didn't go through it he's 100 correct but what we did was we looked up the actual history of it and we saw how they talk about light skin, dark skin, field, house. And I'm like, well, you know, we talk about the light skin folks in the field. They don't want to talk about how light skin. Brother, is, I'm, you know, I'm talking. I'm talking actual history, brother. No, no, I'm, I'm saying it, too. But I'm saying is we did when we did a cast on slavery because this house feels I'm saying from this perspective. Right. When they talk about slavery and they want to have that conversation, we talk about how, OK, the light-skinned field slaves came from the slave master raping the dark-skinned women, which born the light-skinned people. Now, to their history, it's, it's a lie. Oh, no, I, I agree with you. What I'm saying is, I'm trying to explain it. They're saying, oh, well, the light-skinned child got into the house and got all these benefits. No, the, no, the heck they didn't. The light-skinned child was also raped by the slave master, which bore... Exactly. Which, uh, <laughs> born, which were born an octoroon child, bro, which was white brother. Brother, brother, you, you, brother, that's an ex. You, you're having an imaginary tea party, bro. I'm no, not, no, I'm, not I'm saying you, no. Stop, stop. I'm not gonna allow you to pour invisible tea into my teacup. I'm not gonna sip invisible tea with you on this, brother. No, I'm not saying you have to. What I'm saying is, when people have this conversation, you, your belief that it didn't happen. That's that's fine. And you know what? It's possible it didn't. What I'm saying is, people don't look at that aspect of it, like the laws that were written. Now, this is actual historical laws. The one drop rule was written because the white passing children of the slave masters, they didn't want them to have privilege. Also, they wanted to rape the white women that looked white, but were still black. And this is why when dark skinned women talk about privilege of light skinned women back then, we have to argue. So you're telling me that being raped more often or being sold at a higher price Called the fancy girls because they were sold for like thirty thousand dollars, which is of course like a million bucks this time range. Is that a privilege for light skinned women? That's the logic that they use. Exactly. That I'm not trying to say what you're saying isn't true. I'm saying is this is the logic that they they try to put on people, not realizing that we looked it up. I actually got you no know, links to show how light skinned people were treated during slavery. As far they was forced to serve in the house, but naked. To be reminded that they were not better than the dark skinned slaves, or how you know they were treated. Brother, that's not that's okay, brother. Let me stop you right there. Okay, <laughs> with, with that said, how, how many slaves were brought over here on the transatlantic slave trade? I remember, if I remember correctly, it was a couple thousand. I could be wrong, a, a couple, a couple thousand, yeah, from what I read. Okay, okay. So, so, so you mean to tell me that we repopulated like that? That no, 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 no. I'm not Benjamin. Benjamin, the thing is, right? It doesn't matter which version you believe. If you believe your version that it never happened, well, then slavery isn't an excuse. If you believe his version, well, then slavery still isn't an excuse for um, how people are behaving today. So, either way, no matter which version you believe, 
it's just suss out, can we just suss, can we just suss out the truth and then go from there yeah but it can differ from person to person right. you know i'm, no, yeah, I'm saying no, the, the, the truth the truth the truth sister sister jessica the truth cannot vary from person to person of, of course it can, because if we weren't there at the time, then we can say no one knows for sure, and then it all just comes down to a matter of opinion and which sources you believe. So May I interject? May I interject, please? Benjamin, just, word of advice. Benjamin, this is what I tell people. If they believe they were slaves, there's a, there's a place in Washington, D.C. called the National Archives. They have everything they need to know. When I went there, it blew my mind. It changed my whole aspect of all that nonsense of that out-of-Africa nonsense. The the um, actual, movie National Treasure with um mm. Nicolas Cage was filmed in the National Archives. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the but Declaration we talking about the slave, of Independence. About, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talking about the slavery nonsense. This is Benjamin. Right. Trust me. You go. You these people. You can't argue with people who hell bent on being slaves. They're right. gonna call. I've been called crazy or kind of crazy names because I did. I traced my lineage back to fifteen hundred. Before right, the white right, man even right. thought about coming here. This, this, this is not this is not that. This it's is not, not, I don't understand the game trader, but I that's because I, I keep hearing it and I just had to because I, I like Ben because he I like when brothers wake it up to the truth. No, no, step no, off. Yeah, I know yeah, you're talking but, about Rashid Strober. But no, 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 no one cares because we're here and and Rashida Strober is crazy. And I think that that should yeah. be the focus of this conversation more than anything. You know, but all the light skin stuff came about. was if she was, you know, um, descended from Aboriginal Americans or or African um, slaves brought here through the trade. I I don't care. But She's crazy as fuck now. Unless brother unless address that. No, no. It this is about some Just, Aboriginal shit, man. This it's not. It's not. It's not. I'm I'm talking about. I'm talking about because the colorism crybabies. A lot of their talking points and their narratives. The genesis of it. Comes from the trans African West African feature type of bullshit. So I mean, it's relevant either way. But that that's all. I'm, that's the only point I'm trying. Yeah, I'm gonna get up like I said because I because she's crazy. But, but Benjamin, all the stuff started in the sixties. Benjamin, all this colorism, slavery nonsense. Nobody talked about it till the sixties. I didn't say it happened. I'm just telling you it's fake. Because I did my history and my people going back to fifteen hundred. Here, not in Africa, because nobody can tell you what part of Africa what came the from. Fuck. Let, let's I'm, not talk about this. All right, I'm all right, because yeah, I just, just he drops me up the fucking wall when I hear that. Let's get on top. I'm gonna have respect, game changer. I apologize, but I just had to say something. I'm gonna step over. It just drives me crazy when people believe still believe in this nonsense. But I apologize, I'm sorry, but Benjamin get me triggered because I like <laughs> because waking up. But y'all go back. Y'all yeah. go back to your oh, talk. I'm, I apologize. Yeah. I'm out of here. Game right. the actual topic of this. Of this conversation, right. Let's go ahead and hop back on. Yeah, what's the topic here? No, the topic is about how the effects of uh crazy chicks like um, like Rashida Strohberg affect the day to day American women, both yeah. and dark skin. It definitely does a disservice to dark skinned women because all of the stereotypes that's that's kind of fitted to dark skinned women, uh, Rashida Strohberg uh, kind of expresses vulgarness, um. Very masculine, very uh, overpowering. That's all things that are tip stereotypically um, attributed to dark skinned women. Well, what they do is, um, I think someone said this earlier, they want to keep the stereotype in play, but they don't want it held against them. So they want to be yeah. able to 
act that way. But when you start treating them as such, now it's an issue. Right. Right. Yeah. And they, think, they, they still yeah. want to commit the act. But like you said, they don't want you to say, hey, look, you are the stereotypical, loud, angry, vulgar, abrasive, yes, masculine, um, want to have a pissing match with a man type of uh, a black woman. And it's typically dark skinned women. Like I said, and I'm going to stand by it, light-skinned women are kind of timid. They are kind of uh, softer in tone. Uh, look at Jessica herself. You know, she's she has poise. She doesn't get out of herself. You know, she doesn't get out of character. She ain't going to be ratchet. Um, look at Paula Patton. Look yep. at... Uh, I, I, um, we were talking about a different world. Look at uh, Erica. Uh, I forget her name. Uh, Denise, who played Denise on the Crosby. Oh, you talking about very, uh, Denise? Very uh, feminine, uh, very soft-spoken. Du, 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 Dubois, Dubois, uh, or whatever her name is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lizzie, uh, Jasmine Guy. Is that who you're talking about? No, you talking no, about the Lisa other one, the, the main character. Yeah, you Lisa know, it was um that was that was a uh, Cosby show, Lisa Bonet, and Lisa the eccentric, the eccentric chick that, that went into I, I, a different world. Yeah, I wanted to go to um the 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 uh the brother was bringing up so many movies and he took me back to Boomerang, um which is one of my favorite films, Boomerang with Eddie Murphy, and right, <laughs> yeah, you know, it all it had all the good stuff in it. It was black people. There was no crackheads. It wasn't about slavery. It was about young black people productive doing stuff with their life and it just had a, a love story to it i love it i love it because you know there was no crackheads in it anyway the two main chicks that eddie dealt with was a light skin and the dark skin all right the light skin one holly berry's character she was soft-spoken she was supportive remember eddie was going through his shit she was supporting him trying to um put the commercial together because strong j messed up the commercial um they ended up getting close she ended up being his woman. Um, Robin's character, I forget their names right now. It, it, it escapes me. Robin she Gibbons. Was, she, was, right. um, she was the, uh, I know you're talking about, I can't remember her name now because you said it, but yeah, Robin Gibbons' character, she was the one. She, he, was, the, she, was, she was the dark-skinned one. She was vulgar. She was above him. Um, she was his boss. She had uh, less respect for him. You know, oh, Marcus, don't worry about it. We're just, you know, she, she tried to play him. Yeah. Um, Once she found out that he was messing with Holly Berry, she tried to seduce him and come to the house, you know, in the, uh, in the trench coat or whatever, what have you. Um, She was very vindictive. He ended up leaving the job to start his own thing, but he left because of her. And that's kind of the stereotypes of dark skin and light skin women, man. I mean... Yeah. And that that can I say that's can, how it was. Holly Berry was supportive and she was with the kids and she was caring, she was nurturing, she was upset that he didn't want to deal with her. Even when she um broke it off with Eddie Murphy's homeboy, she was soft about it. You know, she wasn't, oh, I don't want him, or he ain't nobody. She was very, let's just be friends, you know, she was cool. And, and that's you know what? pretty much how light-skinned women kind of come across, yeah. like because you know. Darcy Dar wouldn't want to deal with that. They let me, say, let me, let me say this. Let me say this last thing because okay. I'm, I'm about to hop off. Let me say this last thing. Now, they they, they talk about um that 
the reason why light-skinned women are perceived to be softer and submissive is because of media promotion or whatever, that it's not innate. Whether it's innate or whether it's media promotion, think of it like this. All throughout, when I was growing up in the, in the early 90s, mid-90s and whatnot, all I heard was niggas ain't shit, we either dead, gay, or in jail, or dusty deadbeats. Fast forward 30, 25, 30 some odd years later, we have single-handedly completely reversed that to where we, the, if you look at the facts on the ground, we're not what they said we were 30 years ago. So whether or not light-skinned girls uh, benefit from media promotion, they have seen something that worked in their benefit and they played to that. So what I'm saying is if, if, the, if the media promotion of dark-skinned women are so bad, why don't they take a page out of our book and reverse that on the ground? Why don't they be more submissive? Why don't they be more uh, soft-spoken? Why don't they be more feminine? Because, my brother Ben, that that implies that they have to compete, that they have to change up the product to compete on the mass market, and they don't think they need to do that. Yep, and if they do that and they're not selection, it means it's not their skin tone. It means it's something else. That's the reason why they keep wanting that ratchet ghetto behavior to be in play and then they argue against it because if you they took everything you just said and start doing that, some will get chosen, but then some won't. And the ones that don't will have to come to grips that it's not their skin tone, but it could be their physical looks. It could be how their attitude or something else. Hey, fellas, let, uh, Dan, Dan, I think you were trying to get in. You had something? Oh, yeah. Go for it. Um, yeah. To me, I think the ones who kind of suffer from that are the ones who act kind of like, you know, ghetto, ratchet, things of that nature. I think the ones who aren't acting like, you know, more of the stereotype, they don't really struggle with that. And on top of that, I don't think they really complain too much about like issues having to do with their skin color. I mean... I'm saying the classier ones. I'm talking. I'm not talking about the ones in the hood. <laughs> nope. You know what? I'll even add on. I'm like, my mother is dark skin, and she is classy, and she has never had any of those issues. Really, people don't really associate that with her. And that's why I feel like kind of like it doesn't. I think it has to do with ghetto black women. No, but you, non-ghetto you, ones. I don't think the ghetto non-ghetto ones have that issue, or mm-hmm. at least the ones that don't come from like a social economic lower level yeah they was about to jump um what's her name tika sumter because tika sumter spoke on it and said that she didn't experience colorism because she came from a two-parent household and you know she's an attractive dark-skinned woman so she wasn't like you know hurting in that regard and they was about to literally roast her over the fire pit because of a dark-skinned woman they were like you had to experience colorism and i'm like not everybody experiences colorism i she she, she, she's calling out the lie Right, and they tried to do the same thing to Lapita. Whenever you speak against it, because it's it's a it's 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 not that it's a lie, but it's a fact that you know the more attractive you are, the less susceptible you are to it. You know, for one, um, and for two, you know, you can live your life without it. You can't. You don't have to call racism and stuff like that. You know, it, it puts it highlights the the lie of what's going on, and yeah, because um. I know a chick who was against Tika Sumner for that reason. And they were talking about boycott her like she's Michael B. Jordan or some shit like that. You see, the shit is weird. They're trying to force your hand. People, they're they're trying to force your hand. And this is, this is, this is, this goes into the um, stupidity of black people just in general. You know, it's because like 
we were constantly demanding to go to places where we're not invited. And that's what a large portion of desegregation was. It was black people's way of saying, we want to go where you do not want us. Now I get the public bus system and shit like that. I I, I do. In, in the water fountains, I get shit like that. But I mean, do you really want to be served in a diner who don't who who just really don't want to serve you? Yeah, like, sitting in your food and shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to eat the food of somebody I know would rather that has to be forced literally at gunpoint in order to get me this shit. Do you really want that? Um, do you really, really want that? You know, it don't um, make sense. It's shit like that, you know. That's you know, really um, disturbing to me. That's like um, you brought up Michael B. Jordan, which made me remember something. And this is just to highlight another point to women like BAP or whatever, just to show you how much y'all don't pay attention to your own promotion. Y'all remember when Ky was it Kyrie Love did that yacht party a couple years ago and he had no black women on the yacht and black women were furious? People don't realize this. Two days later, three brothers rented a yacht and put nothing but dark skin women on it and said, hey, look, dark skin women, we love y'all. We want to show y'all that we, we appreciate y'all. Black women didn't even pay attention to it. It's it's called none of the credit, all of the blame. Yep. That, that's that's right. Right. Yep. Victim status. They you didn't know. they didn't even promote. And I remember I saw this on Twitter. These dudes took pictures and it's like they were like, yo, we love dark skinned black women. We trying to show y'all our the respect. I'm sorry, um, Kyrie Irving. I'm sorry. And it shows once again that they do not pay attention to even when they are promoted or they are shown mm -hmm. they don't even look it's true it's, it's crazy it's just the victim mentality is just it's, it's too much true i think it's only certain though yeah it's from my experience so I, like i said i where i learned it i learned that colorism doesn't exist from a dark-skinned woman so that's why i don't really believe them no, it does. Say it does. Especially, especially not in this country. Not when you look at dark skinned women that, especially the app. You look at now, look at the African women that's coming over here. Because pay attention to the movies now. Where are the actual dark skinned black women? Not dark skinned African. Because think about it. Black Panther was majority African folks or not, or different um, cultures. Get out. That dude, he's not. Afri he's not black. He's like an African British. You look at uh, us. All of them were not American. You look at all these movies now. They're dark skinned foreigners. What they're doing is they're playing black folks, insecurity, licensed folks to put their image forth. Because now the definition of black love is queen and slim. Two people that's not even from this country. Just wow. to give so you got to be careful with this because people are not paying attention. Wow. And black folks keep trying. Yep. They, you know, black folks keep trying to uh, let the Africans represent them because they feel like they're, they're the closest. See, black British, they don't even claim to be black because guess what? When you ask them cats, if they black, they're like, nope, I'm African British or whatever. But they make a distinction to say they're not black folks. Now, when it comes to playing our roles or when it comes to making that money, then it's a little different ball game. Then they from the hood, you know. Samuel Jackson talked about this. Someone in the uh hmm. chat, good and uh, good shout out. They said, uh, look at the movie Coming to America because I brought up um 
Like I bring a boomerang, and I I love coming to America too. You know, no no drug dealers, no gang bangers. This is a movie set in the later eighties, I think, or mid eighties, early nineties. Yeah, early nineties. Um, and they said, look at his love interest in that and in, in that movie at McDowell's. It was the lighter skin uh sister, and remember the other dark skinned sister. Look how they, they were sisters, huh? Look how they betrayed her. You see how yeah, they exactly. Her. So he 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 did go towards the grain because she was light skinned and she was the main female, but he did plenty of um he did plenty of dark skinned female leads. But um the thing about that is the more submissive woman um by far was dark skin. Yeah. yeah. And and by she, the way, she didn't pay he had money. Uh, she, she was very supportive. She yeah. she was under the impression he was no, a no, 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 not her sister. I'm talking about the chick in um Africa, the one he was supposed his betrothed. Okay, all right, right. I'm talking about her. She was the most submissive woman who has ever lived, ever. And <laughs> if it was um if 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 I was starring in the movie, it wouldn't be called coming to America, it would be called staying my black ass in Africa. Because <laughs> yeah, he had, he had the wife. He really did have the wife he could have had. Exactly. You know? He had the one he could have. And you know, I was looking at um, because I see Lesky Motivation is in here talking. Um, Cynthia Erivo came over here and played Harriet Tubman, and this chick hates black women, hates black people. She tweeted making fun of black people, and we let her play Harriet Tubman. Just think about that for a second. What did she say? I don't. I don't Twitter. What did she say about black people? So, couple. I guess it was a couple years ago. I'm assuming you mean Ados people. Yeah, she basically was like, she did a ghetto accent. Like her tweet was like, you know, oh goddamn, I'm about to go, you know, get some. Yeah, I mean, and people posted these tweets, like, okay, y'all gonna let this chick play Harriet Tubman, and she did, and she was gonna play Aretha Franklin. Thank goodness they pulled the plug on that. But dark skinned folks as a whole, they see another darker skinned person, they go, Yay, that's us. And that's not, you know. And she broke it down Oh, I'm African. Oh, I'm British. You know, I'm not really black. And then in another tweet, she's black. And somebody points out, like, dude, she's not for black people, but y'all gonna put her as Harriet Tubman? You mean to tell me that Viola Davis was busy that day? I mean, you could have got somebody else for it. Well, I mean, that goes to show, though. I mean, nobody wants to be a black woman. Let's, let, let's just put it out there. Nobody wants to be a black woman, and it's because of all the stupid Rashida Strober shit that y'all do. There are black women internationally that don't want to be black women, and it's because of all the stupid shit. They, they don't want any part of it, and they will find any any um, historical or physiological difference to distinguish themselves from Rashida Strobers and these um and these fucking Maury Povich bitches and these fucking world star hip hop bitches and these fucking Jerry Springer bitches and these fucking IHOP bitches and these bitches at Denny's and Applebee's and, and Walmart. They will do anything to disassociate themselves from that. And rightfully so, because it's full of shit. Now yes. it's unfortunate that the that the local dark skin, particularly the girls, you know, um um uh, can't do that. Oh, by the way, some some girl just knocked on my door just now, asked for some um uh crayons um but yeah it's um and i feel bad for them because they gotta they gotta deal with shit like this you know the rashida strobers fuck up life for them and the media if you notice like you um i think the, the brother above me in the avatar he made a good point if you look at how they portrayed dark-skinned women or dark-skinned american women 
versus light skin women. Look at the Joker movie. Look at the trailer. The first black woman you see in that movie is overweight with a scowl on her face, looking oh, like yeah. punch you in the face. But who's his love interest? A lighter skinned feminine female. Ah, damn, Domino. A Domino can get this penis, you know. Think I'm about gonna, that. Yeah. And you know, and you, I, I, I yes, put a snack in her hair and just eat that shit. I swear. Yeah, Domino can get this. <laughs> and that's the joke. Dark skinned women don't even realize. And like he said, dark skinned women are sitting there literally allowing their, their image to be sullied. Like, if I was a dark skinned woman, I'd be like, wait, I'm not about to be in the show and you're going to have me looking like in a negative light. When you look at the positive, feminine, dark skinned women, 95% of the chance it's a foreign dark skinned woman. It's not, but when it's when she's overweight, when she's loud, when she's ratchet and ghetto, chances are it is a American born dark skinned woman. Well, I think that part of that too is really that, and this is gonna be harsh, but it is what it is, is that they don't even want to deal with them. Like, and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like, um, their look or anything like that. I'm talking about they do not want to d deal with their personality behind the camera. Nope, they I don't. Think it's that fucked up. That you know, I because I personally wouldn't want their company behind the camera if they followed a stereotype. So yep. it's like, okay, I want somebody to look this way, but I don't want them to act this way. Hence, an African girl. Yep, just like um the Ghostbusters remake, not this new one, but the one with the all women. They put Leslie Jones in there, and black folks was like, "Well, hold up now, can we get a better representation?" And she was mad as hell that you know people was boycotting her because they was like, "Can we, you know, look at the scientists?" And here you are, you work in a train station, and you you're perpetuating the stereotype. Versus, they could have got any, you know, they could have got a, you know, Naomi Harris or Tika Sumter or any other dark skinned woman, you know, um. And here's another one for people who don't think. Has anyone seen Altered Carbon on Netflix? The dark-skinned woman in there um, that plays Kellis Falconish is a nice-looking dark-skinned woman. Super ninja bitch, yeah. Yes. And they don't, you know, but once again, nobody talks about this woman. I had to look her, I had to look her up. I said, man, why isn't this woman getting these roles? I mean, look at her. She's feminine. She, I mean, and she, she kicked ass. And she was able to still maintain her femininity. So, you know, this is what I, I did like me some hers. You said I, I like a dark skin one. I like I say, it would the movie would have been called Stay My Black Ass in Africa. Yep. Um, where I'd have star in that. And, and I would have married the first chick. And the sister was good too. But that's that's some that's some different shit. All right, hold on. Hold on. They about to come get him. <laughs> they done found out where he lives. If game changer back in five minutes, we gotta call the cops. Nah, so y'all hear me? Yeah, now nah, it's two, two things going on in my uh, in my neighborhood. So my neighbors to the right, um, my neighbors to the right is selling tamales. So I get um, I get like Mexicans knocking on the door, like at all hours um, to get the tamales that they sell out their house. I'll be seeing them in the garage too. They'd be like 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 working the corner shit. So I don't know why they keep coming here. I'll, maybe they put it like in a flyer or something, put my address on a flyer or something. But um, so I get that. And then on my left, um, on my left, two doors down, it's a bunch of little black girls that keep uh, knocking on my door asking for uh, pen and paper and shit. Bro, they're trying to find you. You better, hold, you better hide your IP address. 
<laughs> they're trying to get you. Oh, they're trying to match him. Gentlemen, nice speak. They about to get him. Tomorrow you're gonna hear nice an apology speakers. stream. There's gonna be an apology stream. Game changer. Like, I'm sorry for what I've said. Um, last night cast don't matter. I'm gonna need y'all to understand what's going on. Pretty much, yeah. So, but that's what it really just, I mean, it just boils down to that. They need, they can get better representation of themselves, but they don't want, they want to keep both in play. And they don't realize you got to let go of one to get the other. And I brought this up, you know, in one of my casts, I said, there's better representation and there's equal representation. You can't have both. You should have better representation so that the best, the best of you can be seen in the positive light which um, I know Bapper, I think um, that other person with the initial said, as a black man, do we have to live with the stereotype or should we live the stereotype? I'm a darker skinned black dude and I get stereotyped all the time. But guess what? I dress like I got some sense. I speak full sentences. So when I meet people, they don't see me as a ghetto thug. They don't see me as a threat. They see me as an intelligent black man. Uh-huh. I, that's how I combat the stereotype because I believe Jessica said it. You call that crap out when you see it. So when I'm out, when I was hanging out with my little black friends, when we used to go play, I'm like, look, you're going to put on a collared shirt. You're going to you know, tuck in your damn shirt and, instead of sagging your pants. You're going to wear decent shoes. You're not going to talk slang anybody. Because, you know, we used to go to different countries. And I'm like, you know, they're not going to look at us like we're crazy because y'all want to be hood. That's how you combat it. But they don't even want to check their own sisters. In this, they want to be loud and talk about where the potty at and shaking their hands and rubbing their necks. And then they wonder why people look at them crazy. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you can't you can't escape the stereotype. Don't try to be look, I'm not with these niggas, is my mantra. <laughs> I make it clear, I make it clear in my um appearance. I got pulled over December 23rd um of last year um because of a headlight, and I was on my phone, right. And then he just came up and said, you know, be straight with me. I was like, well, you know, I was, uh, um, as far as the light thing, I knew about the front. I didn't know about the back. Thank you for telling me that. And as far as the phone thing, yeah, my mom called me about plans for tomorrow. I showed him on the phone that that it was my mom. And, you know, he ran the tags and let me go. Like, I mean, don't don't be some, you don't have to be with these niggas. And you don't have to be with these bitches. Bruh. Like, here, here's the worst part to your story. Uh-huh. The one time that I lived through police brutality when I was 17, I actually experienced police brutality. It wasn't a white man that did it to me. Just to give you an idea. It wasn't right. a white man. It was a black man that, you know, did police brutality to me because I was with somebody and he decided he wanted to make an example out of us. All the times I've been stopped by white cops, never had a problem. I show my ID. I'm respectful. Then cast me like I've gotten more warnings than ever got tickets. True. <laughs> me too. You know, but I, um, I, I actually, I actually got so. Um, there's this. There's there was this. Um, I forget his name, right? But there was this officer that was uh, notorious. I mean, he was notorious for taking niggas' money. Like he was notorious for just like hemming up drug dealers and pocketing their shit in the '90s. Um, and in the 700 area, um, in that block, right? So, I this is when I had the Z. Um, I didn't have my, my, um, I don't know if I had my license, but 
Uh, maybe I just had a learner's permit. There was a time where I didn't have a license and I was just driving on a learner's permit by myself. Um, and I had no registration or insurance. I had this 1978Z that cost 200 bucks. So um, I mashed off, cut through three lanes um, on 73rd and then uh, cut in front of a car, right? And I'm laughing my ass off because I, ju I just cut a nigga off. And then next thing you know, it was sirens. And I was like, oh, shit, right? You know? He pulled me over and it was to the point where I just like, okay, I just don't want to get arrested. Just go ahead and tell my shit. I don't want to get arrested. Right. So I just, so I get out of the car and then, the, and then when I seen it was dude, cause like I say, he always, everybody knew him because he, um, he always took their shit. He always just emptied their pockets and put it into his, he, he was, he was dirty as fuck. He seen me. Um, he said, get back in the car. He said, um, you know why you why you sped out and cut in front of me? I was like, yeah, well, you see, I was just he said, he said, you did it because your windows is fogged. Sit here and wait for your shit to unthaw. And that was it. Yeah. I tell you, they they literally they and we've said this before, they act like the racism comes from the other side, where a lot of times it comes from your own people. And that's especially true for, for light skinned folks. Because light-skinned folks, you know, have to deal with racism and colorism mm -hmm. <laughs> within the black community. That's why I feel, you know, I have so much sympathy for them because of the crap they got to go through. You know, when it comes to black folks telling them they're not black enough. And then when they say, okay, well, damn, I'm mixed or biracial. Now you hate your blackness. I'm like, dang, they just can't win. And I've asked uh, Dark Skullman constantly. I said, okay, so what do light-skinned people need to do in order to avoid colorism or avoid, avoid your wrath? And no dark skinned person has been able to answer this for me. So my philosophy is, you know, light skinned women just need to. All right, Vodka, jump in here. Let me know when it's my go. It's your go, man. Go, go, go ahead. Because you got something on your mind. Go ahead. Yeah, because uh, the last thing I said before uh, my signal was lost, when I brought up a historical context, I noticed that people took my words and filtered them into some whole slavery narrative. And I was not talking about that. I was going somewhere else with it, but I'm not even going to get into that part. Now, still again, these are personalities shaped by social settings experience. And y'all know all that, but we're still talking the same way. Uh, dark skinned girls say it like this and light skinned women, like, come on, like, I know you guys I know you guys, I, I want you guys to really listen to yourselves because I know you're more smarter than this. Like with this whole dark skin, light skin narrative as if, as if skin tone determines personality. Like I kind of want to go into the historical thing, but I'm sure I'll be cut off and it'll be filtered into some old other shit like it was the first time. But come on, y'all. It's not that. So, 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 so basically, basically certain cultural behavior um, are noticed in um, people people with similar descent and upbringing, um, i.e., dark skinned people, um, and a lot of dark skinned women in this country um, are truly fucked up um, as a result of a culture, a unique culture that they develop themselves. After now, case in point, case in point, Miss um, uh, Sparkles, why do you hate your shooter? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding? Have you been have you been the back and forth? Do you just come in the middle of shit? 
and then just say like you just coming at the tail end of shit and then ask ask questions like this. What the fuck? That's, I'm, I'm gonna just go into a boxing match and say, hey, why do you no, guys? Wait, hate wait a minute. When, when I came in, I came in in a calm, intelligent way. But then you took what I said and you filtered it into some old other shit. First of all, you dismissed it with some uh, nobody cares. Like, I, I, like we didn't even have to go there. That already said it okay. in the wrong okay. direction, and I wasn't even going there. You, you know what, game changer? Let me let me take a shot, shot at this young man real quick. Ice game motivation. Whoa, 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 whoa! Before you go, before you go, just just tone your language with this shot at the young man. Let's keep it respectful and intelligent. Now, go ahead. Okay. Well, let me take a shot at this gentleman here. Okay. Ice game motivation. You made a comment in the panel. You talk about personality traits and skin tone. But a lot of dark-skinned people do treat their skin tone as a personality trait. Look at the handles of people that say things like dark-skinned child of Thanos, chocolate melanated king, melanated goddess, dark-skinned universal king and queen. This is completely acceptable. Put light skin in your bio. Watch how the reaction is different. Our name alone, just having light skin in our hands, has people literally about to shoot us in the face. And once again, this is dark-skinned men and women having a problem with light-skinned people. And it is part of the culture. Because just like we have arguments with people, just because we speak and they go, well, your name is not light-skinned in it, so I'm not going to talk to you. Somebody tweeted the other day, if you have mixed or light skin in your bio, you have a personality defect because you think that when dark skin folks put dark skin whatever in their names, where'd he go? <laughs> he's a he's a truck driver, so he's, oh, his yeah. connection. I think oh. he's he might be on the road. So but what I'm saying, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's clearly an issue, and dark skin people make it a point, just like dark skin women. You know what? This is a hundred percent fact. Matter of fact, we did a cast on because when Beyonce released brown skin girls. And had all those dark skinned girls in it. Black women said this is the first time we ever got a song about dark skinned women. No, it's not. Y'all, I did a whole cast when, uh, what's her name? That song, Brown Skin, um, Indy Irie made that song. You got some Goody like Mob, that. Goody Mob. And that's one of my favorites. Right. You got um, Dead Presidents. Um, he made that song about the uh, beautiful girls. You got. Um, what else? Uh, oh, um, the lady from Orange and New Black, Danielle Brooks, did a song. Uh, the song was called Black Woman, and she talked about how much melanin she has. And a lot of people... That's oh, and that's why I wanted to go into a historical context. Everything you just mentioned has something to do with a historical context before my shit was dismissed, like it didn't mean nothing. Now, where I was going with that initially was not, not too far in the past, and even uh, recent... You had grandmothers saying shit like, I want you to get you a pretty light-skinned girl or, you know, and, and shit like that. And the reason why I brought up a historical context is where did that thinking come from? And if you hear your grandmother or mother or father saying, oh, nappy head, dark skin, or uh, bring me, get you a light-skinned person or whatever, don't you think that has something to do with shaping the personality of some of these people. I'm not making excuses. I was going into 
the root of some of that before the shit was dismissed. I don't know where you're from, but let me tell you something. My mother wanted a dark-skinned woman for me to be with. My parents, my grandparents, they let me let me put this way. So you never heard of that shit before? Let me tell you something. My mother's motto was if she can't use a comb, don't bring her home. Let's just let me just go ahead and clear that up for you real quick. Also, also y'all should know, y'all should know, and I said this on my channel before. I shit you not. My mother calls Paris Milan, who lives out this way, her daughter-in-law. Now keep in mind I'm her only son. So I'm just saying, it's, it's weird. Okay, now with what I just said and with what y'all just said, can we conclude that these particular these particular instances doesn't represent the whole? Well, and the re that, that's why I came in because you guys continue to put all of this shit on skin tone. But okay. And if you're going to put it on skin tone, you can't disconnect it from a historical context. Okay. And, and when I when I said, wait, wait, wait. And when I initially mentioned the historical context, people took my shit and filtered it into some whole slavery, making excuses. I ain't say shit about none of that. Okay. If anything, well, that became a dis deflection, a distraction from, from the point I was making. So here's the question. If skin tone is not a personality trait, and this is a license trait, if you have personality folks constantly say you act in light skin. That's goofy shit. That has nothing to do with intelligence. That has nothing to do with science. That's that's mm. just certain people saying mm. that. And those people saying that don't represent a whole group. You you uh, grouping people in based on like one or two motherfuckers who said something. And the last guy I was talking to, hold on, the last guy I was talking to, hold on, the last guy I was talking to was using fucking movies to describe uh, light versus black. Like, are you fucking serious? Using movies? Okay, like, come on, man. All right, I I feel you, Wash. I, um, and yeah, so I see your point. We didn't really get um give you a chance to let you express it um um with your with your connection and everything. Uh, I want to move to uh, voice because he hasn't had a chance to speak on it yet. I um, mean, he's been in the uh, he's been in the chat. So, boy, hey, you know what? Um, I'll go ahead and get out, man, because I'm gonna go and spend time with my family. I appreciate oh, okay. me in. Oh yeah, yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, All right, hit me out, man. Thanks, you guys. Take care. All right, you too. You too. Peace. Appreciated right. that. Program, man. Uh, put his put his link in um, chat so I can thank you. To the channel. Oh yeah, um, light skin motivation, um, and and um, and brother, go ahead and put a link in the chat um, to your panel or to your channel. My bad, um, or or say your name so they could click on it. But yeah, he is him and light skin motivation. They're doing this. Um, um, they have like a dual channel, kind of like Super George and Concrete Rose. So yeah, um, but so uh, voice changer, what's on your mind? Like, T-Wife, I'm going to mute you for a second because you got a lot of background. Oh, okay. Never mind. Go ahead, voice changer. Good afternoon, esteemed yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Where are you from, man? My message? Me? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, I'll tell you after I make my point. May I make my point, sir? Yeah, go for it. My message to dark-skinned women, light-skinned women, white women, Latina women, Asian women, Arab women, East, West, and all Indian women, all women around the world, I have four points. I want her to submit to me. I want her to make me a sandwich. Sandwich. I want her to I want her to fuck me regularly on demand. And number four, god damn it, 
Game changer. What's up? Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery that mediocrity can pay to greatness. Oscar Wilde. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, you know who I am now. Okay, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, where are you from, man? It's me, Vision. Oh, okay. Okay, Vision. Okay. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, interesting topic. Um, I left some links in the uh, chat there. I remember when I was younger, um, back to the light skin uh, thing. You know, on automatic, I just found light skin women more attractive than dark skin women. That was just like an automatic program. Uh, I remember when I was younger, I used to like, you know, when I was playing basketball and all this, you know, we used to buy the slam magazines. And that, that was like, in a way, you could say we were supporting black culture, even though we didn't, I didn't know it, right? I would, I would, I would buy all the slam magazines. And then I would also buy all the black man magazines. Remember the black man magazines back in the day? Yeah. And, uh, it, and I left the link. Uh, and then usually all the girls on the magazine covers were, were light skinned. So like th there is something to that, you know, it's a very, very interesting uh, dynamic, but uh, I'm just gonna ride with Neely Fuller. Um, I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I know you don't like this term, but I have to say it. If you don't understand uh, racism, white supremacy, everything you think you know will confuse you. And look at the confusion that we're going through, light skin, dark skin, this, that. And I kind of like what DJ Kuda says, man. Don't say you want to be with a black woman. Just get with someone you're going to love, man. And like, you know, I, I always tell you, I was part of the hotel community and we try to dick police black people and pussy police black women. You can't get with this, you can't get with that. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. See, I I'm still confused. So I kind of enjoy this conversation. But from experience, um, black women in general do run to the white man. But that's just personal experience. So there is a, so I, that's my definition of colorism. Like there's, there's, there's been a lot of programming throughout the generations that I feel that usually uh, white men are preferred over darker people from our, uh, from black women. But that's generalization. Hey, so um, you want to keep going? But there's something to, the, to what you just said. There's something to that. And people want to dismiss that shit. Well, let me let me ask you this, Vision. Um, do you expect a woman of any hue to sympathize with your 21-year plight? No, not really. Um, I blame myself for that. I never got myself to the position I needed to get to. So, no. Why would and I? Yeah, it will. I mean, why do they? I mean, not only do they not have the 21 year plight um, that you have, you know, they mm -hmm. also, um, even though they have access, they still want more and they feel that um, victimization is the way to get it or, you know, claiming victimhood is the way to get it. I don't disagree with this method of seduction because that's what it is. Make no mistake. This is a this is a method of seduction as twisted as it sounds. Um, when other women use push-up bras or um, or shit, what are the garter belts, uh, which I like, you know, um, they're using victimhood, and I just want to say that, ladies, that's not going to work. It's not going uh, to work. I'm sorry. No, it's 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 not. So. Let's ask a married woman or one who is at least in a happy relationship. Um, what is your seduction technique? So you can let them know what does work. I'm asking you, Deanna. Oh, me? I'm not married. <laughs> no, or in a happy because you mentioned we're in a relationship, right? 
Um, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> okay. Well, to get one, do you understand that you must compete with other women if you want a man that other women like? Oh, yes. I, I know that. Like, But I kind of feel like it's against the men that I'm attracted to. Kind of obviously. Wait, say that last part again. Um, competition. I feel like competition is like has to do with the men that I'm attracted to, uh, most obviously. <laughs> exactly. But you understand that. Yeah. You, so, what are your methods? What are your strategies in competing for the men that you want, um, provided that other women want, even if they are of different races? Give me examples. Well, with my last relationship, I basically. When, on our first date, I asked, like, basically, what did he look for in a woman? And I basically just was, like, trying to ace that, basically, for the first date. And from there on, it went well. <laughs> you valued what? Okay, so there's um, the three S's. Did you provide adequately the three S's? Those are submission, sex, and sandwiches. Um. Yeah. Okay. Now, would you, if you had a platform of women who were dissatisfied in their love lives, would you say that they should claim victimhood uh, for historical reasons, or would you say that um, they should practice the three X's? Um, uh, not really. The I don't really think like victimhood is a good idea. Obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. So well, because it's the reason why I don't think it is is because you're devaluing yourself because you're thinking of yourself on a very low level like you can't and in that sense that's why Rashida I feel like she kind of like doesn't value herself enough that she doesn't think she can compete and that's why she doesn't like to admit she competes because she feels she doesn't compete well. So, I mean, like, that's why I think kind of like, as far as like victimhood, that's kind of like a backwards way to go about it. Rochelle, what don't we understand about Rashida? Please enlighten us. Please, please tell me how, you know, she is a, you know, beautiful, intelligent person who, who is um, helping black women. Please tell us about that. I, I do not see any of that, to be perfectly honest. So, you know, maybe there's something in her that I'm missing. So, you know what's not the proper way. And I think, and yeah, I think that more women should adopt your behavior. Never do women like, um, like Rashida Strober ever inquire on what men like. Basically, we're told what to like and lied about what we do like. Basically, the narrative is, you know, we like light-skinned women because they're light-skinned. Even though in Great Britain, shout out to uh, shout out to you, brother, when uh, you got on, you know, you was explaining that, look, it's not a physical thing. You know, I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, um, the reasons that you highlighted that you are into light-skinned women is because of uh, cultural personality traits that's consistent with uh, light-skinned women. Absolutely. You know, it's not physical, but they don't ask. If they would ask you, then you would say that 
and then they would um, provide it that they wanted to compete for you. Right. Um, they um, they would just simply mimic the behaviors. The ball would be in their court to compete. Exactly. And and that's the thing. Okay, so you they feel that they that they are an inferior product to light skinned women. Well, why don't you copy the traits of light skinned women, and maybe you can get men like that. I mean, you know, when in Rome, do as Romans, right? Now, I know I know what you're going to say. Well, you know, they put it on blonde wigs and they, they put in uh, a bleaching cream on themselves and all that. And I understand that. I understand that, that they just see it as a physical aspect. But none of the stuff that I said was physically attractive. I said other other traits and qualities, other attributes that they have, that they were submissive, that they were more feminine, that they were softer women. Maybe you need to be a softer woman. Maybe you don't need to walk around with a with a scowl on your face and angry at everybody. Maybe you need to try that on for size. Okay, real quick, what makes these light-skinned women that way? What exactly does that? So going back to what, what GA Boy said, maybe it is that they were ridiculed when they were younger and they had to develop a tougher skin. I'm not saying that's not true. No, Maybe. I'm asking what makes th those light-skinned women that you're uh, describing, that everyone's describing, what Maybe do you they, believe makes Maybe those they, specific light-skinned women right. that Maybe way? Maybe they had it easier in life and they didn't have to be angry and mean at everything in life. Maybe you're right about that. But the outcome and the, 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 the outcome of it is that they are nicer, that they are polite, that they are kind of you know the ones that you experience. They just are the ones that you experience. The ones well, that you're saying that there's a higher GA boy, uh, Benjamin D'Souza, all the men that came on here experience. Yes, the well, men in this space. Yes, and, and there's a lot of men in many other spaces who who disagree. And uh, if you take uh, a step back from all spaces and you use. A simple why, social why scientific view. You don't. You can't have an issue about myself. I don't have to adjust anything. I don't have to adjust anything. I'm not the one that has. Look at it the right way. No, no, no. I mean, intelligent people can't see patterns of behaviors in higher concentration than others. Okay, if patterns of behavior based on skin, a physical thing, based on anything, based on geography, based on anything. Okay, if I said New York was full of assholes. Um, and, and, you know, then that is probably a, a adequate perception because there's a lot of assholes in New York, you know, um, versus, I don't know, say, um, Kansas, you know, or some shit like that. Like, it just is what it is. Like certain cultural behaviors, um, are, are certain factors affects people, um, culture, you know, if I was to say, um, uh, Florida was full of weirdos. You know, then that would be my perception because Florida's full of weirdos that do weird nigga shit, you know, chronically. So, yeah, I mean, we we have to note these things. It's not racism. It's not geographic. And I'm not saying that each and every single um, uh, Florida person is a weirdo, um, a weirdo or every New Yorker is an asshole. I'm just saying that there is a higher concentration of assholes in New York and there's a higher concentration of weirdos in Florida. That's just how that works. That's how it is. I, I, I haven't been to every Chick-fil-A in the country, but I'm pretty sure that their customer service is impeccable. Exactly. I haven't been to the, the Chick-fil-A in Oakland, but I'm pretty sure the one over there 
they're very fucking nice and they give you as much barbecue sauce as you want. It's okay. Now, now, I haven't been to all of them, but that is their that is their reputation. That's their reputation throughout the country. Well, the same applies to dark skinned women. I don't have to know every dark skinned woman. I don't have to know the dark skinned women you know, but I know I enough. I've experienced enough to come up with my conclusion. Exactly. How do you ever been to New York? And 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 and, and if I'm you from the tri-state area. I'm I'm from I'm from Jersey, so well, I'm aware of this. Okay, well, well, it, tell the New Yorkers if they don't like the reputation, then stop being assholes. Like one asshole at a time. Stop it. You know. But like, you notice how y'all keep jumping around to all these different things that have nothing to do with the argument, the just to make the same right argument, which makes no sense. We're we're like, come on now. We're we're explaining the concept of generalization to you. You know, like listen, not every snake is poisonous. However, there is a higher concentration of poisonous snakes um, than there are poisonous frogs. Exactly. You know, like that's that's how it is. So so you know, like sight unseen, I'm happier seeing a frog than I am a snake. Like not knowing which one is poisonous and shit like that, because I'm far removed from my Boy Scout gate um, days. You know, that is what it is. And unfortunately. The reputation states that you know uh, you're more likely. Now, it's not saying do I like. I'm with the dark skin woman. Do I like dark skin women? Yes. Do I take time out to explore if they are fucked up in the head? Yes. However, you know the possibility and high likeliness of them being fucked up in the head is deep within my psyche. Um, period. And this is before I distribute the penis. Now, the effects is as follows. Deep within your psyche. Uh where did that come from? Just your experience from, with dark-skinned women? Yes, it did. Just from my experience no, with dark-skinned women. Nothing and, to do with any propaganda, none of that at all. Listen, listen. Uh, all right, know this, goddammit, you propaganda people. All right, know this. Where is the positive propaganda for Asian women? And these are the... Uh, let's stick to black women. Let's stick to black women. All right, let's not go there. Stick to black women. No, we're sticking to propaganda. Now, where is the positive they, propaganda? They, they are sexually objectified. They are sexually objectified, game changer. The, the Asian women are sexually objectified by the society. Who? Who? Name, one. Name one. Name one. Who is the hottest Asian woman on TV right now? Explain me. Who do you want to give your black penis to? Name the Asian vagina. You got me there. Yeah, exactly. I, I, they are not sexualized and they're not romanticized. They're not even on TV. You can't even like name them. You can't even think of, of 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 an Asian girl, but it's not what it's not the propaganda that make them prime pussy. It's the way that they carry themselves in public. It is okay. The way let's let's stick to what you just said. Now I'm, you mentioned. I'm gonna tell you a story. I'm gonna tell you a story. So um, get my hair cut right, and um, and and some white hoe got knocked the fuck out. And when I say hoe, I'm talking about actual prostitution whore, right? Um, outside the barbershop. And it was a bunch of kids nearby, right? It was a bunch of kids nearby. And what were the black dudes doing? Um, boys and girls, um, they were uh, they were taking pictures and photos and laughing and shit, right? And um, and the Those Asian kids shit. And the Asian kids were seeing if she was okay. Now, um, and 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 calling the fire department. And 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 this she was the, the white chick, she deserves an ass whooping. Um, because she was on some weird shit. But anyway, anyway, my point is, it's the general conduct. When was the last time you seen an Asian woman throw pancakes at somebody at IHOP? Huh? When was the last time you seen them riding a lark 
at um at 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 what's that's called a lark or a rascal riding a rascal at um Walmart or some shit like that. It's how they carry. The, when was the last time you seen them on Maury Povis trying to figure out who her baby daddy is? You oh, see, so you're going with the model minority yeah. uh, thing. They have, they have culture. They have culture. They have culture on their own code. They have culture on their own code. Exactly. Oh, so black people have no culture? And, and, no, 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 you do. You, you do. The dark skinned black women do have a culture, and unfortunately, Rashida Strober is a part of it, and it's fucked up. And, and they don't need no man. That's their culture. Exactly. I'm not going to ignore, no man, exactly. going to ignore these belligerents and pretend MC, like they control their own image. They control their own image. They don't have other people controlling their image in the media. Like no one's gonna get into the Chinese exactly. market and control their media. No one is gonna go to uh Nigeria's a problem. No one's gonna go to Bollywood and control their image. We don't have that uh, luxury in in west in western in the western world. Na Nigeria, yeah. Nollywood, and game changer. Keep that. it real when it comes to this propaganda and controlling imagery. You gotta stop dismissing that shit, man. Well, no, I dismiss it because, like I say, it's not the imagery that's doing it. It's these fucking bitches doing it to themselves. Rashida is not like part of the media. She's creating the, her own media so she could fuck up her own reputation. These bitches will find ways to fuck themselves up. I don't have to do it. And just like Asian women find ways to promote themselves and white people don't have to do it, you know, um, every time I see an Asian woman, she's either a fucking schoolgirl or an evil queen on some on some sort of uh, kung fu fighting bitch shit. You know, that's not hot. But, so, but did you notice the last two brothers, maybe three brothers, mentioned TV shows that describe the difference between light and dark? Yeah. Listen, listen. Black women, listen, black women, and listen to me good. Damn it. Be more Asian. There I said. <laughs> be more Asian. You bugging, man. The boys, too. This goes to the boys, too. Get your grades up. Get your math and science up. Get your doctorates up. Be more Asian. God damn it. I think, though, some are. Some are a bit more like Asian women. Like smaller. They show like me classier. a black woman, and you will get you will get this black penis. Show me an Asia five black woman, and 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 you will get this penis. Well, I'm saying what I'm saying is that there are some women out there that are like that that I've encountered. Like I said, I was raised by a woman like that, and I I know some dark skinned black women are like you. You're kind of like talking about like that big black scary woman. It's a difference. There are plenty oh, of dark skinned women that are actually scared of those women anyway. My mother actually taught me to be scared of them. <laughs> She's dark skinned. So, what is your father? They're not all is, like light is your father light skinned? What? Is your father light skinned? Yes, my, not, not, yeah, my father's light skinned, I guess. Okay, so I'm going to, well, but not. Halle Berry's color. Okay. I, I I had a theory, but I'm gonna let this go. I wanna I wanna um I wanna I wanna address the sneak. Um says Tyler Perry is controlling black women's image. No, black women who support Tyler Perry is can is supporting their image. Let me tell you something. If you're a black woman and you see Medea and you keep watching this shit, you kept watching this shit. He made billions of dollars off of y'all because y'all thought the shit was funny and cute because y'all didn't think that she was fucking up your image every time you showed this man dressed up as a woman as a dark-skinned woman acting a goddamn fool. And then they show up the light, pretty, pretty princess, you know, who's who's being victimized, who needs the help of a strong, 
dark-skinned woman to protect her from the evil dark-skinned man. Y'all thought that that was a good look for you. And y'all just paid out of y'all pussy to go watch those movies. And, and now look at you. Look at you. See? Name the Asian Medea. Y'all fuck yourselves up. And I just stay out the way. I just stay out the way. I just stay out the way. This is y'all fucking yourselves up. Y'all, just like when I gave um, her the opportunity. When I gave her she the opportunity, I was like, look, this is your opportunity to show your class in the face of um, of of um, a light-skinned woman. To show that you're classier. What does she do? Medea. That's what they do. Now, Game Changer, I'm sure you're aware. I'm sure you're aware of several actors and comedians who were uh, going for certain roles. And they and they all just about every single uh, black uh, comedian or actor had a story about a role that the producer wanted them to play, and they either refused to play it or or, or some story like that. There's there's massive stories like that. So this okay. image thing must not be dismissed. And the brother made an excellent point about who controls uh, the the narrative of us versus other people having control over their own narrative. Now, I'm not making excuses for the ignorance in our community or the ignorance in any community, but we cannot dismiss that shit and base how we view black women or dark skinned black women on on outside propaganda and, and, and other bullshit. And it's not logical. Let me add to this conversation, gentlemen. Um, you know, Ethiopian women are usually because they have culture. So if you meet Ethiopian women, or you meet uh, African women, or you meet like uh, uh, um, uh, African Latinas, usually there's a, a, a sense of femininity and culture. And you know, the way it's looking, uh, if this black woman doesn't want to listen, doesn't want to submit, and like Sharazad Ali told them back in the day, start listen, you listen to everybody else, why don't you just listen to the black man for once and see how that goes and let the black man lead you. It's over for them. We're gonna you're gonna have to lead them. Go, there's other places in the world you can meet submissive feminine women. It's just a fact. The problem is if you ain't got no passport, then that's an issue. You got to get your money up and just leave. And look at what they've done, these women, you know? They they, they were given $6 trillion in uh, government aid. They've done nothing with it. I'm sorry. On a collective basis. Now, you do have the few women who, if raised properly, are good. And one changer. Glenda is on your case uh, on the profit of thought. Like, she came onto your channel and got on your case here and then went to that channel and try to get there. So that's a perfect example of a swirling black woman who I have an issue with. And the issue with swirling is, it's it, 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 you can go out with anybody. Don't do it because you think a certain group is higher than you because that has not solved the dynamics of colonialism and racism and, uh, and slavery. And we're gonna have to end all of that. I'm tired of that narrative. And these black women cannot act on that subconsciously or consciously. I refuse that fact. You, you you see this shit? This is the insanity. Uh, so the people who gave us coronavirus are the mito minorities. If you don't get your bat soup sipping at, uh, get the fuck out. Bitch, I'm Bruce Leroy. I will fucking glow and kick the shit out of you. What the fuck? You, you see, it's shit like that. Y'all come with some retard shit. And I missed that. What happened? Um, she talking about coronavirus and shit like that. Oh, she's being like Glenda. That's, that's, that's just, ain't no, ain't no reason to be uh, disrespecting the culture like that. That's fucked up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
That, that's like somebody saying that's like somebody saying Africans fuck monkeys or or, or 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 making fun of the Ebola virus. It's completely disrespectful. Yeah, that, that shit ain't cool, man. Like I, I'm I'm about my people and all of that, but that that has like us being about us should have nothing to do with insulting someone else's culture or, or what's or misfortune of somebody else. That's that's not cool. Agreed. I mean, that's the thing. Instead of for learning from people, y'all want to say dumbass shit like this. And hey, listen, can I say something? Asia's never said anything about us when we had AIDS, and we still have AIDS rampant in the community, HIV rampant in the community, when we had Ebola. They didn't say anything like that at all. It's you got to aim that. Yeah, I know. I mean, because there's no class. And they feel that they can say and do anything that they want without repercussions. But guess what? The repercussion is you develop a negative stereotype and stigma about you. I an Asian woman would never say that. A racist, a racist white woman would say that. An Asian woman would never say that. What we'll just hold, say. Hold on that, brother. You don't, don't say an Asian woman wouldn't say that. Uh, an intelligent uh, people of character wouldn't say that. Because there, there's ignorance in every culture. And I've heard it well, agree. from that, that side. But I'm, I'm just saying, look. But the thing we live in a culture. We live in a culture that has a subculture that says, who gonna check me, boo? Yeah, exactly. I said what I said, boo. Exactly, but society is going to check you. You're going to continue this, um, this negative stereotype of yourself, and that's going to make you generally repulsive to everybody, just like you are now. You know, period. And this isn't me doing this to you, or really the media. The media is feeding you what you want. You know, you're the target demographic of media. Nobody else want to watch that shit. You know, this is for you to consume. Let's be clear. When you go to a Tyler Perry play, it's nothing but you in the audience. You know, this shit is for you, not anybody else. Y'all are making this man rich over fucking up your reputation. And you think that and you think that people should see this and not think that that something is wrong or fucked up? Game changer. No. Game changer. They're, they're, you are they're fucking up your not me. You know, if you want the if you want the access to my penis that an Asian woman has, then you have to work on it. Kind of shit is that? And then you're gonna say some foul shit about a culture. Just learn from them. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, um, I had a Vietnamese kid teach me how to make a paper air, uh, a bird, a crane, and um, and I had to exchange my Wednesday birthday cake in order for him to do that. You know, and it was a good trade. See, I learned shit from people like that. I learned the cool car games like Binet and shit like that. You learn from um, you learn what you can from other cultures and even from their mistakes and follies. But right. no, and, and plenty have it. learned from us in many ways. And they learn from us too. They learn from basketball and shit let, from let us. Me, too. Exactly. Let, 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 let me add. Let me add this. See, nobody wants to exchange. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me get on this chat. Go ahead, go ahead, me off. I'm um, talking shit like that in my chat room. You know, uh, nobody want to learn from you. Nobody want. Nobody want. When you, when you hear about cultural exchange students, nobody is exchanging no shit with you. Nobody wants to send their kid to your house and then bring you back to theirs, because you all kind of fucked up and you say retard shit like that. Now go ahead. It is. Uh, this is a culture of women that are allowing our boys to wear dresses, and our men are on the media wearing dresses. So I want to keep that. When you support Medea, you support a grown-ass black man, heterosexual or not, who likes to wear dresses and act like a woman. Like, you know, it's, tech, it's been taken 
I know in Hollywood there's a culture of men being put in dress, but no man has ever taken it to the level of Medea. We've never had a show like that. Why did it have to be the first black man? I'm not saying a white or Asian man never did it. I just can't remember uh, them doing it that long. It's been done but before. See, something like Medea and that coat, that kind of goes back. And that is, is an old Hollywood thing that they... Uh, like whenever there was black actors and I'm not saying it wasn't done to nobody else, but predominantly, pre predominantly black men were uh, asked to wear dresses to, to uh, feminize the image of us. Cause whether you all believe it or not in some circles, I believe that black masculine heterosexual males are a threat to some, some are intimidated by that. Uh, Can you whether name you believe it or not, I really believe that. I think Asian men have never been in dresses. I'm sure they have. But can you name it on the level that we are doing it in the hip hop, on the media, on on on, on walk of fame, on red carpets? Black men oh, in dresses. No, no, no one compares to, to us doing it. Asian or Indian men or whatever. Just give. I'm sure they do it. But can you on a large scale like this, where I'm in Canada chilling in my igloo and I gotta see this shit with my penguins? Yeah. What is what is the initial uh, the initial reputation of a black man to a man that's in Alaska and he looks at the cover and that's the only kind of contact he has with a black man he sees a black man in a dress. Very, that's a very good question. So, and so, you, you yeah. got to think about what's behind that. You, you got to think of, you, you can't just look at something like that and say, why are black men doing this? I mean, yes, they should take responsibility for, uh, you know the the black man's image, but there's no it's, it's deeper than just why are just black men doing that? There, there's something deeper going on. But go ahead. So you know, no, there's there, there's something deeper going on. My point is, is that um, people are in charge of their own ethnic reputation. I'm gonna give you another example, right? Uh, somewhere in the '60s or '70s. Um, Dunkin' Donuts came up with the bright idea of giving police officers free donuts. Um, they did this simply because um, they were getting robbed. And this would keep... So they gave them free donuts as long as they ate them inside of Dunkin' Donuts as much as they wanted. Now, this gave the reputation of cops eating donuts. Um, now, that reputation, is that stereotype is almost completely gone. And that is because um, in my lifetime, I don't think I actually, actually ever seen a cop eat a donut. Even though the stigma is still there, I never actually seen a cop eat a donut while in uniform. I shit you not. I've seen him drink coffee. That's about it. They don't even get scones and shit. So uh, if you want to change the reputation, you know, from the, you know, fat ass donut eating um, boss hog type motherfuckers and, um, and change it into like some lethal weapon shit, then what you have to do is you got to put the fucking donuts down. That's what the cops did. And they probably didn't even have to be told by their captains. They like, look, I don't, I, I want to be seen um, as something to be respected, not some fucking donut eating pig slob. So if I want people to respect the uniform, I'm not going to get donut crumbs on the motherfuckers. And that I agree is, with that, but some people so are just you unfortunately image like that way. No, no, every cop had to had to um, who started the police force after that had to go in with that reputation. You know, they had no, to go, I get that. 
Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's your cross the bear, and unfortunately, it's the little girls cross the bear, but they're not bearing it properly because they're still doing the ratchet shit that earned them the reputation now, you know? And I blame you other dark-skinned chicks. You should beat that. If you're a cop, if you're a cop, I, if I was a cop and I seen another cop eating a donut, I'm beating the fuck out of them, you know, um, um, uh, after hours. You know, because you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't show division in uniform. But after hour, I beat the shit out of you. You're fucking on my reputation. Sitting there with your fucking donut eating ass. Um, um, and we're trying to fight this stereotype. Everybody likes donuts, nigga. The fuck you eating it for? Can't you, now, let me say this. There well, is pushback coming yeah. from our community, but people are being paid to maintain certain shit, and that bag is enough for them. True, but we're I'm not ladies, man. You see, we Tyler Perry. What's that? Go for it. I just want to no, say I this, guys. Oh. I want to say this quickly. Remember Dave Chappelle? I, I don't know if it's true or not. Dave Chappelle, remember when he walked away from $50 million or yep. whatever and ran to Africa yep. and they said he was crazy? That's principle. He's a, Muslim, he's a Muslim brother, too, by the way. I'm not sure if his nation of Islam yeah. or not, but he is... A Muslim, um, it doesn't matter though. Uh, principle, it don't matter what religion. Uh, it's not, it's not like whatever. Principle, he That's refused. Right. From what I know, he refused to cross a certain line, and he walked away from fifty million dollars. How many of us today could walk away from $50 million over principle, bro? And that's, that's where the challenge is. That's exactly where that challenge is. Because why our community in general, I would say the grassroots, for the most part, is trying to fight back and push back against these images. You got people in Hollywood on the other side that's throwing a big bag at these people. And these, uh, what's that dude, Porter and all of them motherfuckers, they, they, they're going to do what they're going to do. Like, they don't give a fuck. And they don't care if they're being used or they don't care to even think they're being used to affect uh the image of their community oh, so no, there's a lot of money I'm, being here, put out thing. there here's the thing that we fuck each other up worse we we fuck worse that's what we do we're, we're some we're some self-image fuck-ups you know um let's be clear and we do it regularly we wake up every morning and think about a ways to fuck up our own image you know, and um, and dark-skinned black women are doing that. You see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Know this. Know this. Anybody else would be pissed. Anybody else would be would be pissed in protest. Who's that? Anybody else would be pissed in protest if um if other people did that. Like anybody else would be pissed and not watch Medea. You know, like if there was a white Medea, like uh, here come Honey Boo Boo. There was all type of pro protests at back. People have to compete based on ethnic reputation as well as everything else, as well as uh, individual merit. You know, people who understand that will be against negative imagery. But no, they're for it. They are for it. I don't watch shit where they have men in dresses and shit like that. And I used to. I would watch a nutty professor and shit like that, you know. Um, but, you know, like I'm not I'm not for that emasculation of black yeah. men. Um, or two one food. Um, and to add on what you said, to, to add on to what you just said, keep in mind those who do that, how much they're being promoted and pushed out in the media, and especially black men. Whenever it comes to some new fuck ass trend, there's always a black man's face or a black man's image being used to push that. And they somehow get promoted. 
My, my point over is and that. over and over. So, see, and at the same time, I do understand where you're coming from, where in other ways we do perpetuate the bullshit, but motherfuckers get paid to do that dumb shit. And it's unfortunate. No, no, no. My point is they're getting paid by, by black people. And I'm talking about the black women in particular because what's going on with black men is something different because it appeals to um, all demographics, not just not just black men. You know, like Nutty Professor and shit like that. These are movies for, um, or what's that, Norbit. You know, these are movies for everybody. Big Mama's House. These are like everybody's movies. It's not, it's not a black man market that just watch, you know, but the movies that that put black women in a poor light is just marketed to black women, you know. Like Tyler Perry is not like some black man shit. I like Temptation, which wasn't on some tranny shit, you know. And um, and what else was that? Um, Acrimony, which was also starring a dark skinned woman. But that's that's neither here nor there. You Let know? me share this, please. Oh, and Daddy's Girls. Let- Let me, let me share the story. This is how the programming works on my perspective, right? There's the media dynamics and then there's also the educational system. I met a beautiful black, dark-skinned Latina woman, educated, has like three degrees in university, social work, law, criminology, you name it, working as a social worker and we would just have a conversation. I always tell the story. And as we would have a conversation, she, she, she she's a social justice warrior. And all of a sudden she said, she was talking about feminists, right? She had feminist talking points. She was uh, up, out for transformer. Um, uh, she was talking about transformer rights. And then throughout, she made the list of everybody's rights, women, transformers, uh, alphabet crew, and black men and boys were last on the list. Now, Dr. Claude Anderson said, y'all are the only group of people who let everybody in and let them hijack your narrative. Now, we're not a, yo, you wanna save the planet? Save the planet. But as a culture, save yourselves first. That's right. And we got, we got to, the black man's got to be put back on top because he's right. he's a natural leader. And That's right. everybody else will come after. I should, Once we I get out, stop watching the shit. We're, we're, we're responsible though. We're responsible to fix it, right? We can't we can't wait for anybody else to come and fix it. And it starts with yourself. So you got to get with a quality woman, or like as you guys like to say, a quality star stargate, and then give birth to quality children, and then they will get with other quality people. And yo, people who don't want to get on program, they're just gonna have to get left to their own and see how it goes. Right. And unfortunately, people like the Black Brain Trust, people like MOT, maybe you, Game Changer, you're gonna be required to come back and save the community. Ah, that's not fair. After you got your act together, I just don't think it's fair. Leave these people behind. Uh, only those who are willing to come. Like, yo, when Moses split the uh, thing, if he didn't come, hey, with, good luck with the Pharaoh and good luck with the water. Good, right. What do you mean by save the community? I'm trying to understand well, that. Right, right quick. Right quick to uh, Carrie's journey. No. No. Hold on. Let me see if there's any kids next to the window. <laughs> Get the fuck out. How, how dare you come here and tell me what the fuck to talk about? Your pussy has no power here, goddammit. No, I talk about what I wanna. What I wanna. What I wanna. You see this? You see this assumed power that they think they got? Like, like they feel that they have the ability to dictate what we talk about and who we dictate? Well, you know, because they feel all niggas ain't shit and and you know, and the black woman is God and black woman is queen. That's how she feels she could address you like that. Yeah, exactly. Let me address this next. Exactly. I don't have to talk about shit upon your command. 
talk about, I, I don't even know about that, nor do I give a shit, all right? Let's be clear. Know how much of a shit I don't give about it. And now, you know that. The, the... Let, 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 me, let me make this point. Save the community. What, what I mean by this is, and I'm going to generalize, uh, quote, unquote, the black woman is allowed to do whatever she wants, go out of the world. I disagree, but go ahead. That's right. Have three, Keep going. have three baby daddies, and then you, the nerd child who got passed up on, are supposed to come back and pick up for her mistakes. That's what I mean by that. That generalization. Okay, you you give me your give me your comeback. I, I'm I'm up for correctness. I'm, I'm Ty, up for is correction. Only, Ty is the only black man that knows very well to do uh, praising black men, black women. He's the only man that I know that ha has that has never had the interaction of dealing with uh, undesirable black women. So go ahead, go ahead, Ty. Tell us tell us uh, your uh, Candyland, your, your your utopia you live in. Candyland utopia? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, what are you saying? Not because every time you're every every time somebody has something to say, your rebuttal is not all of them, or you're just exactly. I, I don't like the stereotypes and general generalizations. Fuck should exist everywhere, but to use these same talking points over and over and over uh, to to describe uh, just the same group of people is fucked up. So. Let me let me hear your solution. Let me hear your situation. I, I want to understand where you're coming from. Because maybe I'm confused here. I think I'm confused with what the fuck is going on. I, I, I have the a brother, solution. The brother gave uh, A1. Fucking Candyland you told me. What the fuck is you talking about? I the solution, T-Watch, is to be more Asian. Period. Be more Jewish. You see the Jews is thriving. We need to be more like them. You see the Asians is thriving. They yep. they they rally behind <laughs> academic uh, talk to the nation of Islam. Talk to the nation of Islam and see how they black, do it. Black people need to be like black people without the fuck. Can I speak? The same way the Jews shun all of their riffraff, they don't they don't embrace thugs, they don't embrace uh, uh, out of wedlock birth rates, that's what we need to do. Same thing that they doing, the same way that they are making it in two-parent households and they keep their they dollars circulated amongst themselves, that's exactly what we need to do. We need to be just like the Jews. We need to be just like the Asians. We need They are setting the blueprint for our success and we are the ones that don't want to pick up their, their uh, the things that they laid out for us. We're the ones that don't want to pick it up. We're the ones that saying fuck these cracker schools or, or we ain't going to the military or we ain't doing this and we ain't doing that. And that's why we failed. That's why we at the bottom. Listen, okay, we, we, when do we start failing? Give, give me give me like a, a, a time period where blacks started failing, like you're describing. The 80s. The 80s is the time period where, where black people started failing. I oh, so you, so, okay, okay, let's 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 start. Let's let's go right there. You said the '80s is where we started to move in the wrong direction, correct? Agree, agree. Oh, because we stopped we stopped being Asian. All right, I'm I'm gonna um address Miss Sparkles for a second. Um, I agree with the guy who's speaking now. The generalization needs to stop. See, here's the thing: it don't matter. It don't matter um, if we generalize you or not, Miss Sparkles. Because understand this: that you all have equal opportunity at my penis. Now, it's up to you to perform at that point. It is up to you to perform and compete at that point, period. And if you do not cut the mustard, that's your vagina's fault. 
It is not anybody else's. And it damn sure is not a matter of colorism, you know? So we don't generalize you when it comes to where I put my penis. That's on you as an individual. And, and, and if you fuck up and you find your vagina empty, um, um, come Valentine's Day, that's just not on colorism or nothing like that. That's on you and your vagina. Now, now, now if, if I can continue uh, what responded to when brother... Get barefooted, get barefooted and get pregnant. That's your job. All right. Now, you mentioned the 80s is when we started moving in the, the wrong direction, correct? No, no, no. You said you said name a period where it went down, and that's that's one of the for the black period. community. Like when, when we talk about out of birth, uh, yeah, yeah, you exactly. know, that, that out of wedlock birth and all of that extra shit that we're in now. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, now before that, mm -hmm. how would you characterize the black community? Things were better. I wasn't here before that, but oh, things oh, were better. Okay, all right, all right. So black people need to be like black people without the fuckery. We don't need to follow nobody else. Every, All we need to do is come back into who we are. Every group of people is like black people without the fuckery, okay? Now, though things were better for black people prior to the 80s, um, things were, we were not the highest minor, the highest earning minority group. Asians are, therefore, I say be more Asian. That way, you know, you'll, you'll be beyond that. So what I want from black people to do is become the highest earning minority group ever and have the, um, I, I want, I want I, you want to know what I want to hear? You want to know what I want to hear, uh, T-Wash? I want to hear um, the Ivy League bitching and complaining. I, I, get, I get ethnic envy when I hear them bitching and complaining about the number of Asian enrollments. They are worried that the face of Harvard will, will no longer be white. I shit you not. They are seriously concerned by that. And hold on, fucking. And there's also many African immigrants. The guy in the middle doing very well in those universities. Also, the issue is the difference between the black community ourselves against the Asians community and the white community and stuff is the simple fact that we have an issue with ostracizing our own. Yet every other entity does like the. Islamic community or the Pakistani community, if they have somebody in there that's showing them up or goes on a show or like someone like Amir Khalifa went into porno, they were at her neck saying, you are banned right. from Saudi Arabia, that's this right. third. The Chinese have an honor. Chinese people. Our experience is on. way Hold different than many of them. Hold on. Yeah, it's not about whether it's different or whether it's the same. The, the common main issue is the fact that we don't ostracize our own, and because because every time we do, people oh, yes, get we called do. Uncle Tom's coons, sellouts. We get called these things for holding people who want to act loud, who want to beat up other black people, black people beating black people and attacking black people. And, we and will also call whole taps and and all of that. You make fun we of. We get uh, criticized for blacks. wanting peace. We, no, but we, we're the only ones that will sit there and watch two black people fight and we'll laugh. We'll get entertained by that. Do you, if you no, see the not. Chinese watching people beat up each other in the street and get entertained by it? They're not no, taking out the phones. I would argue I'm that getting... in, in I would argue that in other communities you have a level of ignorance that we're probably not aware of because we're not in those communities. So why is it that uh, we can oh, see? No, we're not aware of it because, because they because they hide their ignorant assholes. You know, you see, people people are smart enough to just hide the uh dumbasses of their community, not us. Thank you for proving my point. 
They Nada. will ostracize that. If they're doing it, they will keep it behind closed doors because they know if they do it in public, they will get ostracized. Thank Is you that... for proving my point, sir, in the middle. Thank you. Oh, you mean as far as like Asian if do, gangs if they're doing and things it, like that? You said yes, yourself. I mean, come on now. Every culture has ignorance. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Answer me this. Right quick, Britain. Um, so who is the the most um uh predominant Asian gangster rapper? You're talking about in America where we don't control that shit? Or anywhere you got that situation. Well, who who is it? who is it? Name them. Where, where's the Asia NWA? You know, or CWA? Where where is so, it? So 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 you're gonna so you're gonna take what hip hop turned into. You're gonna take what hip hop turned into out of context of what it originally no, was. No, no, taken out of context, other people who control the shit. Like I'm saying, I'm saying we uh, we deliberately broadcast our stupidity. Okay, he get it. Well, they hide it. He said yeah. it himself. Do perpetuate it they now. do it themselves, it's, but they hide it. He said it himself. They do it themselves, but they hide it. But we don't. Thank you. That 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 that, that there alone just shows where we're going wrong. You answered your own question. Right. As far as is, oh come on now. All right, give me examples of how we show it because I want to go down this road real quick so um, I can bring this back. NWA, NWA. Let's well, see. Okay, Star media, music, media. Okay, keep well, coming. Well, Star hip hop. Uh, yeah. Okay. Star well, Star room, hip -hop, keep reality TV. Regular reality TV. Regular <laughs> hip hop. Notice, notice what you're saying. Notice what you're saying as you're saying it. Keep going. black women in there. all day. The fat black woman who went to the went to um the, the basketball what's it Lizzo uh, yeah. did, 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 oh what stop right there stop right there with Lizzo please stop right there with the Lizzo shit now when Lizzo did that does this embarrassing fuck shit right mm -hmm. the community especially the grassroots black community was on her ass about that but you know As who was know. bigging her up White media, Obama talk, Obama, everybody talking about, oh, she's my favorite. And this is right Wait, after Obama, she Obama talked about sucking dicks and, 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 and being half naked on camera. And you got politicians and, and white media uh, picking her up. What you just like, said is opinionated. You just said is opinionated because yeah, I, I opinionated. They came out and they said um, the shit in public and tweeted about it. But I saw they were big and so that Yeah, but I mean, the, but the black community was pushing back like, "Yo, you embarrassing okay. us." Okay, so that's good. We need more of that. We need we need a community that pushes back on every single fucked up thing these bitches do. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. But but while we were pushing why, back, look who was yeah, pushing her up. Why, I don't care about that. If, if there was an Asian, um, you know, um, fuck up in this, you know, going on out there um, and other people watched it, you know, then he would still be ostracized um, from his community. And they wouldn't say, oh, but but black people are watching it. They wouldn't care about that. They would they would um, point to him as the problem. I say we point to the Rashida Strollers, the Lizzo's, and the Lion Love. But but did Lizzo not problem. get rewarded and continue to get oh, God. uplifted doing the bullshit? Not right. from us. Yeah. We that's didn't push her up. That's go, what, go, that's go, on, go, wait, go on Instagram and look at all the black women. Yes, girl. 
Slay oh, you, you fucking serious? We're not being honest like, right here. <laughs> gentlemen, 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 can I say something? Can I say something? Gentlemen. Right, right quick. Right, right quick. I just want to say this. I just want to say this because your argument is but white people watch it. Like when brothers were. No, at, it had nothing to do no, with no, no, what no, they no, watch. No, I'm talking no, about promotion. Don't, don't interrupt. Don't interrupt. Or, or they pay them or they're getting money. Listen, listen, it has nothing to do with that. Um, when when you had the actual Jim Crows, we had the um, we had the actual sand boat. Excuse me. We had the actual sand boat. You know, was his excuse. But white people are paying me. Or did the community ostracize him? The community is ostracizing her to grassroots. Okay, I'm good. not talking about those few. And uh, we need to continue to do so. We need to continue to do so. We need to we need to ostracize her into the goddamn gym. You know, I do not care if they if 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 they get grinded into the mud from which they came. You know, I don't give a shit. God damn it. I will continue to grind these bitches until until the see, that's die. opinionated though, what he's saying, because I saw black women upraising it. So it's always gonna be yeah. opinionated. It, it, it is, it is, but he, he's trying to prove a narrative, so we're just gonna go. Um, with it's not it. about oh, a mean, narrative. You can look at the shit online, you can look at it on Twitter. You got motherfucking MSNBC bigging her up, and this is right after she did some old video about eating her pussy and all of that shit. Right after that, these same right. people who talk so about morality was bigging her up so when a grassroots black community that was that trying argument. to check her for that bullshit. So was it white media that, that bigged up um City Girls Hot Girl Summer? It wasn't black women, it was white media. It was white media. I'm agreeing with you. So it's past it's past the four hour mark. So let's do let's do let's do final thoughts. Let's start from the bottom up. Let's start with um let's start with um voice or um vision. Uh are you there, gentlemen? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, closing um, thoughts. Yeah, so, uh, I'm gonna give you some closing thoughts. Thank you. Thank you for this. Um game changer and, and uh you know MOT, the black brain trust. Um I came to this space because of thinking black men. Uh, uh, looking for some, uh, looking looking for improvement to my image. Um, I've been through a lot. Uh, I was a big policer. I was a pussy policer. Now I don't care. Get with who you love. You love white women. You love Chinese women. You love whatever. Just be a productive. But I just want I want a positive image globally of the black man. There is positive images of black men, and I want more of it. I want more successful black men. Yeah, you got Obama in the White House. We need something better. We need a dark skin dude in there. Yeah, I know I'm being colorist, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not kidding, bro. We had coffee and I'm in the UN, but that's not good enough. Um, so um, if some, some people that had the right solutions, Nation of Islam comes to mind, you know. Um, yes, there's some good things and bad things you can take. Um, Jewish community, the Mormon community, we were talking about that in other panels, even the Scientology people, uh, good and bad. Um, I just put a link uh, with a video. You were warned. Remember uh, Black Thought and the Roots, what they do? So that was hip-hop warning you of where this will go if you're not careful. So I do say just watch that video, what they do by the roots, and that will tell you. We were warned by the elders. There's a disconnect between the younger generation and the older generation, and this is the result. And uh, honestly, just let's separate from the negativity. Let them work it out. If you're a positive person, you're progressive, you're trying to improve things, we can get together in these spaces and have good debates and figure this out. Time for solutions, enough of the problems. And the only way we're gonna get solutions is by having these conversations. If I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong and I'll take somebody else's point of view. 
and I really appreciate the space. Thank you. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, okay, so next we'll do let's because uh, Madman, you came on last, so I'll give you the final word. Uh, let's let's go to uh, T Washington, Great Britain. Uh, first of all, I want to shout all of y'all out. You know, we may disagree, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I'm hoping y'all see it the way I see it. We're still brothers. We're still a community. We may have different perspectives and we may come from different backgrounds and experiences. But at the end of the day, I would argue that we all from our different paths are trying to improve the community. So let's let's not uh, point the finger at one particular group within the community and accuse them of not doing their part uh, as far as uplifting our community. Um, this was a good conversation, and I hope we have faith, more faith in who we are versus allowing someone else uh, to to tell our story. Let's let's get our story from us. Let's keep things in context. And I want to wish, you know, good health and peace to everybody. All right. Peace, brother. Peace. All right. Uh, Great Britain. Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, thank you, GC, for holding this panel. Um, all the gentlemen and the ladies that came up here, I, uh, your opinion is uh, greatly appreciated to uh, progress um, the conversation forward. Um, I want to go back to competition and competing. Um, if you do have a problem with uh, your self-esteem being a dark-skinned woman, maybe it's time that you need to consider competing and um, doing what others do. I think that's a problem with the black community that we have a problem adopting and adapting. Um, adopting things that we see for ourselves uh, proof positive to work for other people and adapting our ways and incorporating it into our culture to make us uh, move forward. Um, I think I think black women need to be open more. Uh, it, it, it's on you, it, and you need to hold yourselves account accountable and responsible. Um, or, or things will stay the same as they did for thirty years. It'll be another thirty years um, before you get it right. Um. I do uh, I do appreciate this this space that the men have put together called the Manosphere, this little thing of ours, um, that you are able to hear uh, black men's perspectives from different walks of life and different creeds. You might have a man from Oakland, California. You might run into a to a brother that's from the islands, from Grenada, from Jamaica, or or, or even Europe. Um, this is a, a beautiful space for black men to come and develop their ideas and really just get out um, from their aggressions. And like he said, we might disagree, but even this great nation of ours, um, how it was founded, was founded with men who disagreed. That's, that's just how it is. You know, Washington didn't agree with Jefferson and they probably rumble like like how we do at Sunday Rumble. They probably rumble to put this thing together. But the, that that seed created the nation that we live in now. Sure. So um, long live the spirit, man. And to all my brothers, y'all be safe and much success to you guys, each and every one of y'all. All right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, before we get into uh, Mad Men, I, I want to point out that um, that Carrie uh, of Carrie's journey is glad that she date white men. I feel sorry for black women stuck in Blackistan. Oh my God. 
here's the thing. Black women, ignore our bitches like this. She is trying to convince you not to date black men so she can monopolize the black men that you should be dating. See, we don't see her. That's a picture of Oprah in the thing. But let's be clear. She knows that she is losing more penis, penis to black women than she is to any other group of women. If we had to line up all the women in the world that we want to fuck, she would be at the end of the line. She is trying to convince you to go into another line. Therefore, we will be left with fucking her. She don't date white men. She tries and fails miserably. She don't date black men. She tries and fails miserably. However, she is closer to dating black men than any other group of men because black men will fuck anything. And even with our lowered standards, she's still at the end of the line. She is trying to convince others to not compete for her uncompetitive pussy. That is her journey. Her journey is not one of self-improvement. Her journey is one to try to create a pussopoly. She's trying to corner the pussy market because she knows that as long as another pussy exists, she will not get any penis. Carrie, your journey is a sad one. Sad to be you, sucks to be you. And when I say suck, keep my dick out of your mouth. Madman, your turn. Okay, um, black women are justified in having um, an argument in the realms of colorism. The problem is they're just arguing about the wrong thing. Um, the truth about black women, what they're upset about really is they're third in demand. It doesn't matter what they do, where they go, putting synthetic hair in their head. They are third against the white woman and the mixed woman, whether they like it or not. And we all know there's black women that men are trying to date. There's black women that are getting married. There's black women that are rich, black women that are poor, black women that are just living their lives just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. But the issue is the spotlight. They want part of that spotlight, that media spotlight that the mixed woman and the white woman is getting. Mm -hmm. And the truth is they're never going to get that spotlight while they can't even admit that that's what they want. This is why you get the Rashida Strobers and the Cynthia G's. They're just upset that they're not chosen at the same rate. And I'll tell you now, when the person has options, everybody knows this, the more options you have in life, the more docile you get. The least options that you have in life, the more desperate and more hungry you are. If mixed men and white men and whoever wanted black women at the same rate, wicks women and white women want black men, there would be none of these arguments. It's the fact that there's a lack of options being given to black women. Are they justified in arguing about that? I don't know. I'm not a black woman. Mm -hmm. One thing I will say is, as long as black women, will, as long as they don't address the real issue, while Rashida won't, she's talking about balance, yet she can't tell you what this balance would look like. 
and they're just sitting there criticizing black men for dating non-black women all this stuff that that doesn't really isn't going to help their cause it's just embarrassing them they're always going to keep going through this same bullshit of being disgruntled being upset being jealous being why am i not chosen that's all it is if black women want to start addressing the real issues they need to address the fact that you are third accept it work harder i said it i think i said it on rashida's um channel there's going to be a white child that's born into the bill gates family within the next couple of years through his lineage that child won't have to work a day in its life ever if it doesn't want to there's going to be a black child burning born in a third world country next to a pile of shit okay that black child has to work harder that's how the life that's how life is that's how the world works black mm -hmm. women just have to work harder and as soon as they accept that they have to work harder yeah the easier it will be but while they still keep saying oh um we don't like we don't have a problem with black men getting with with um white women just don't this is in the process um we wear this straight hair because of an aborigine in the middle of flipping australia when they've never even they've only seen an aborigine aborigine on a picture they, 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 there's a condition with black women where they're in the scenario where they're telling themselves lies to make themselves feel better and then if they can't address that leave them I That's feel you. It. All right. I appreciate it. Um, let me see. Let me see if there's anybody else. I want to thank uh, Warmaster for the cash app. I um, greatly appreciate you. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, I'd like to thank um, everybody that, that hopped on board. Um, you know, I'd like to thank uh, Red Supreme, Great Britain. Let's see. Madman. Um, I'd like to thank T. Wash. I'd like to thank uh, Deanna. I'd like to thank uh, Vision. And anybody else that I or Jessica X, um, and anybody else that I forgot, you know, I'll try to get you next time. Um, I like to thank my moderators and managers. I greatly appreciate you. I'd like to thank those who of you who are participating in the chat room and those who are in the um, background listening silently. Um, and I would like to encourage that mm -hmm. uh, if you are not subscribed right now, and you are not, and you are not. Uh, Carrie's journey, please feel free to subscribe. And um, that's it. This is Game Changer 0100. Game over. Peace. Peace. Peace out, fellas. Have a good, have a good day. Good night. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Peace. Uh,